Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hello there, welcome back to Quick Resume Podcast, this is episode 32, thank you so much for coming, boy, boy what an episode we have today, there's there's Halo, uh, there's, there's some more Halo, and then if you're feeling a bit left out, there's a little bit more Halo after that, and then of course there's like Forza Horizon, you know, catching up with all yeah, of that, boring, um, yeah, some stuff happened, Phil said something about Elder Scrolls 6, like whatever that is, I, I haven't heard it, like a, but a car game came out. I can't, yeah, I don't know, but well, you know, we will we will talk about it nonetheless. Um, but that's the gist. This is this is two weeks in the making. Obviously, this is coming off the back of um, the anniversary last week, and we skipped the episode then as well because we just figured we'll get our hands on with Halo. We'll come back. We'll chat about that. Um, because there's going to be so much to talk about the campaign previews. Holy shit! Yeah, because when when was the anniversary event again? When, uh, when that was that Monday. Monday, yeah, because we were thinking about doing the show on Tuesday because you work late on Mondays, mm-hmm. um, and we were like, "Oh, let's just do the show on Tuesday," you know, um, because we we ended up missing the the Sunday, and we wanted to talk about what happened at the anniversary event, and then what happened at the anniversary event is what ended up delaying us because we were like, "Yeah, exactly." We just want to fucking play Halo all week. Yeah, <laughs> we just we just talk about that. That's true, but yeah, that is that is definitely the case. But we, we also wanted to have hands on time to actually be able to speak about it. But anyway, like if you're new here, my name's Deck. I'm feeling fucking energized. I'm wearing a Christmas sweater. Feeling good, man. Ooh. Tim, buddy. Hi. How are you doing Hi. over there? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm not wearing a Christmas sweater. You're really ki- you're really into the uh, the whole Christmas season already, aren't you? You got your tree up. You're wearing Christmas sweaters. Yeah, I, I never. Do you know what? I never when I. I, I never told anyone this, but when I was younger, I kind of didn't give a shit about Christmas. You know, I, I just sort of like, didn't care. Like, you know, it was whatever. Presents, you know, a bit selfish because, you know, you're a kid. But as I've gotten older, I actually really, I really enjoy the whole festivity around it. I hate the taste of Christmas. Yeah. I was saying this yesterday. I hate the taste of Christmas. Which is weird to me. Like, Apple, I feel like... Cinnamon? Yeah. Cranberry? Oh. Fuck off. But cranberry just... can fuck off, but <laughs> apple and cinnamon can stay. <laughs> you can have a nice little threesome. <laughs> Yeah, I do. You know, I I don't mind cinnamon, but I just my problem is is that like everywhere I go, like they're trying to cram those three ingredients into every, and it's like, hello, sir, would you like cranberries in your coffee? And it's like, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't want it in everything. <laughs> so that's my problem. But you know, other than that, I like Bailey's. Is pretty much like what I think of when I think of Christmas. It's weird because I've never really, I mean, I I drink Baileys every now and again, but I've never associated Baileys to be like a festive drink, but maybe yeah, that's I'd, just me. I literally, I don't buy it any time of year other than other than Christmas. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, it's probably a good thing. Because I, <laughs> I have it in large glasses. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I imagine it's quite, because uh, it's so creamy. I imagine there's quite a lot of calories in it and yeah. stuff like that. It's not, yeah. it's not the healthiest of drinks to just uh, chug. Yeah. Um, 
like, I'm sure I'm sure it's like sugary as well. Definitely tastes it. Yeah. It tastes oh, yeah, yeah, great. Sure. But you can like pop it, um, you know, you can pop it in your coffee, you can have a hot chockey with it. That's just the it's just the good shit, man. Just turn everything alcoholic. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's great. Good, and man. that's what Christmas is all about. If you're in, if you're in the UK, Christmas is just about getting wasted. <laughs> oh so, yeah, it really is. It's just it's just the year to just get off your face and no one judges you. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> drink at noon? Ah, it's fine, it's Christmas. It's Christmas, isn't it? Yeah, it's Christmas. Yeah. Oh uh, but my yeah. God. No, apart from that, I'm pretty good, man. Um, you know, pretty standard. Uh, I mean, I've basically just been playing Halo all week. I'm going to be honest. Nothing nothing it's, much more exciting has happened to me. It's been quite quite the um, quite the journey, hasn't it, since Monday? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've definitely clocked in well over a day game time on it already. Um, each, yeah, I think. I'm I'm over 24 hours. I think I'm in like 30 hours like now. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm probably about that because I know you hop on in like intervals where I I don't. So we're probably about the same. I imagine we're both probably like 30 hours in. Yeah. Um, and oh mate, I've been loving it. I've been loving it so so much. It's um, it's just I mean, I, and I was saying I was going to bring it up uh in the podcast. I was talking to you before as well. It's just it's so fun. It's just so fucking fun. Like I take it quite competitive in the sense that I do want to win my games and stuff. But like when I hop onto other shooters, um, like Apex and stuff like that, you know, the goal is to win, and there's not many opportunities for you to just fuck around. You know, outside yeah. of maybe some like Kraber no scopes or just messing around a little bit. Yeah. But in Halo, I feel like just. I, f- I just feel like no one really cares that much either. No one cares if you're bottom of the leaderboard. No one's called me out for that. And you yeah. just hop in vehicles. You just try some wacky shit and you just have fun with it. Um, and uh, literally, oh, that was another, I just remembered. That Go. was another clip that I, I recorded, but it's just gone. It's, it's in the ether somewhere. <laughs> yes, no. I did the coolest fucking thing. There was like a hornet floating just off the map. Not hornet. I always call it a hornet. A wasp. <laughs> yeah. A hornet's the bigger version. They do exist in the Halo universe. I think they. Do. I don't know like... what they look like, but I, th- I think you're right. I think they do exist. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure they do exist. But yeah, I keep calling it a hornet. But yeah, a wasp, and it was like floating off the map, and I literally sprinted, jumped off the map, and where he thought he was safe, but he wasn't. Fucking grapple jacked him, took his took his thing, but then someone else was shooting me so the thing you know when they start glowing and overheating and it was blowing up while i was getting in it so i was Mm -hmm, like fuck mm -hmm. i now need to bail so i hopped out again still off the map fucking grapple hooked it as it was exploding to give myself momentum to get back onto the map and then grapple hooked again in (laughs) midair on a rock and flung myself all the way back in the map and i just survived i literally just spider-manned my way everywhere i must have it was crazy, dude. Um, I love that. It's so so and memorable. And I clicked it, and it's just gone. Because yeah, for some reason, my Xbox won't let me keep clips yeah, yeah. anymore. It's just not happy. <laughs> yeah. So you're too good. He's yeah. Done. Well, that sounds awesome. Um, yeah, I love that. I love how and like so good. It's nice. I think that that is like definitely one of the um, like real bits of magic that they've managed to do with this game is that you have those moments and you're like. I'm gonna remember that. <laughs> I'm gonna remember yeah. that because it's just like oh. that's gonna be like you know, it's like a, a intersection of like just the 
like the the rare situation you found yourself in, the equipment that you happen to have, and like your own creativity, right? You know, it's like mm. you couldn't that couldn't have happened without those three things intersecting at just the right time, um, and that yeah. it just makes it so so magical when they do happen. Um, I totally know what That's you mean. So and I want to, and actually, Joel, you know because I, obviously, like, I, I, we're, we're going to be having a big section. Though, so, if you're not, if you're really not interested in listening to Halo multiplayer, you're probably worth just forward winding a little bit. I'll have the timestamps up for. We'll speak about campaign in a little bit, but we are going to be talking about Halo because we are shooting boys. So, um, but I wanted to just rewind a little bit just to the beginning of the week, and, and obviously, you know, as a bit of a retrospect on the the shadow drop and the anniversary you know like we, we did our reaction that like if you want to see the live reaction you, you can go and do so because we, we did a video for that um so i just want to kind of wanted to ask you how you felt like looking back on on the anniversary show and you know how did you how did you feel that that show was um and the whole drop like what, what did you, you think that was that's good or bad or uh yeah i mean as you said um we did we did record ourselves watching the whole thing so that'll be in the description below if anyone wants to check that out um and our reactions to the whole shadow drop thing um but yeah i thought the show was was pretty was pretty fantastic overall i mean it was kind of what we expected the whole way um with i mean we kind of actually lost hope that that, that halo shadow drop would happen but yeah um the show as a whole was you know it was an anniversary event right it was looking back on how xbox has done you know, since it it launched its original Xbox, you know, and there was like the Rock on stage, you know, just selling yeah. it back in back in the time, and it was actually quite cool that they got the Rock back again to do like a promotion for the new Xbox, and yeah, he's yeah, also yeah. promoting his new movie, but we'll we'll, we'll ignore that. Um, Guy's so fucking yeah. beefy. He's so beefy. He's properly just like he's so he's intimidating. So, he's so much more muscly now than he was back then. Like he's yeah, so crazy. He's, he's fucking so stacked, dude. um but yeah uh so that that was all pretty cool it was like a trip down memory lane you know um and they were just going through all that stuff so it was very gooey it was very nice um and then they also announced like was it like 17 new backwards compat titles that's Um, right yeah and i think half of them were getting frame boosts they were coming with like with like 60 frames and stuff like that um not 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 the whole catalog um i I do have a I do have a list of them on the notes here, um, like halfway down. Um, but yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah, we could, we, you know, we can maybe just chuck up on screen or chuck them in the description or something like that. The, mm-hmm. a, 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 a link to all of them, um, which I actually heard was the last uh, backwards compat drop they were actually going to do. So that's there's no more backwards compat titles coming yeah. in the future. No, that'll um, be that. I don't know what yeah. number that brings it to total, but I think I think for most people they've done a good job of getting like a couple hundred, right? Oh, they've done seventy now. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely like a couple hundred plus. Yeah, yeah, comfortably. Um, I think they've done a good job from from why like because I've only played a few games in backwards compatible, but like I'm glad that they were there. I, I played Red Dead the first one because I never played it back in the day, and I played Alan Wake back in the. There's a remaster version now. This was a couple of years ago, um, which I'd never played. Um, and I was glad that I got to, you know. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think For that sure. is the last one, and I think that's that's probably that's probably okay. You know. Um, yeah. It's you know there has to be a time where eventually you need to just start dumping all of your resources into the future, right? Um, yeah. you, can't, you can't you can't have um, a team or a, a load of resource that could be used for 
you know improving your product now and in the future working on things in the past eventually you've got to leave things in the past in the past right right uh, I, th- I think that that team is moving over to the cloud team now as well so like, that's the thing you've got to remember yeah. they had a whole team dedicating to like getting this stuff to, to work so now they've got to move on to, to the newer stuff but yeah yeah so that was cool um and yeah just the whole vibe of the show was just nice it was just like a nice warm um happy show uh you know just a nice little trip down memory lane as we were yep. saying um and then and then obviously right right towards the end they literally closed off the show with uh 343 um the multiplayer team uh on screen basically saying you know thanks for all your testing and the flighting and all that kind of stuff you know um they found themselves i guess ahead of schedule um for for the release that they were looking for mm-hmm. and uh you know they released it in beta you know they have to they have to throw the the, the beta term because it's not a full release and well, if you do experience yeah. technical difficulties <laughs> it's because it's not on the full release yet um but you know everything that they planned for the 8th of december is in there you know maps game modes uh battle pass all that kind of stuff um and yeah, we could just play it on that night, and that was fucking so cool. And I did not play me. it on that night. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> not you. You had a you had a badminton match for you. Did. Um, but yeah, I just whipped it on download. Um, went to dinner, and I was able to play it that night. So that was so cool. Um, yeah, I love that. I love that. I love that. It's um, I, and you know, it's because it's easy. To, it's easy to just take away from the show, like you said, like oh, so many backwards compatible games and the shadow drop at the end. And I just say it was so, it was so exciting. I, I know because obviously the, the rumors like of it dropping were there, and like nobody had nobody had like um, shot it down. And you know, as it came to the last minutes, it was so exciting. And then you know, it went to the three four three team, and you just you couldn't help but as I was speaking about it, just feeling happy for them because. And we'll speak about this more as we go th- towards the um, campaign previews as well. But like you know, th- this team has clearly had a hard fucking time. Like we know, not in an official capacity, but like loads of sources have said that the team has had a really hard time getting used to remote work. And you know, obviously the game got delayed, and you know they're dealing with the Halo community. So that's already like you know you're already on suicide watch at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so like all of this, you just can't feel happy for them. It's like that man, like they fucking did it. Like they they did it. They did it, and they get to like surprise everyone early. Like yes, there are nitpicks here and there, which we'll speak about. But like you know, overall, like this is considered a huge success. Um, oh, and we'll and, and you know, you just can't feel you can't help but feel happy for them. And you know, with Joseph Staten, um and what's his name, Tom French as well as been leaving the multiplayer. You know, they've um, they've really done just 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 such a fantastic job with the multiplayer. Um, but be beyond that, you know, the actual event itself I, I found myself getting like a little bit emotional towards the end like you know they were talking about um you know like social gaming and everything and um and i was like man like it you know it i wouldn't be where i was today without it sort of thing and um and then obviously you know it, it was just it was cool to have that kind of reflection on all of that but i thought i just thought it was such a good event you know obviously it wasn't a news beat and they managed the expectations around it really well you know they said don't expect anything big here. And obviously, there, there was, but you know, it's yeah. it's that sort of expectation management that I think really, really helps. Because I think if you if you were a rando, right, and you didn't really check, and you just tuned into something like this halfway through, you'd be like, "Why is this guy playing the didgeridoo?" Well, I don't give a shit. And, you know, they ended up announcing seventy back compact games, like thirty frame rate boost games, um, a teaser and a date for the Halo show, which is pretty hype. That's been in the in the making for a yeah. while. Yeah, forgot about that. Yeah, right. And then the um, and obviously the the, the Halo. Uh, beta shadow drop um, followed by what may, may i add like a fucking excellent <laughs> like um trailer they've done some amazing trailers for, for the multiplayer 
Um, like at the end, he like followed a rocket up the main cannon, grappled it out the sky, and then like fired it at Banshee. It was just awesome. Yeah. yeah um, cool. Yeah. So I mean, big congrats to the team. I think it was it was a really it's like it was a really nice way to celebrate the anniversary, but also uh, have a couple of of announcements. And it, it feels like a real like um sort of like crystallization of, of Phil's like sort of vision and like putting the flag in the sand and being like, we're like, we're still here. We're still going. And like, this is it. Like we're turning the chapter now on like the next era sort of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, we've just pumped out Psychonauts 2, you know, Age of Empires, um, Flight Sim, um, Forza. Forza, Halo, and that's on the horizon. And it's all glowing so far, you know. So that's what I think that's what it was it really felt like it felt like sort of that, that next chapter is, is really sort of starting and, and that was I just thought they, they did that really really well so big props to the team awesome video loved it I, I really yeah. I really had a nice time just just actually watching it beside anything else for sure excellent so if you're here to talk about Halo this is where we start talking about Halo obviously we've dabbled in it a little bit so far um we've got a lot of things to say. I mean, I I don't know what you'd like to talk about first because if you scroll a bit further down in the notes, I have like a summary of the feedback of the things they changed since the last feedback, and this was this was maybe like two weeks ago now, or so obviously before the rumor started of the shadow drop. Um, uh, so I don't know if you want to start with that or if you just want to sort of like sort of free flow into the conversation, and then we could just maybe um, just keep that in the well, background and refer to it where where we ever want. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, those are sort of updates they've made since it actually did come out in beta, right? Like, they they, they weren't there on, on the Monday or the Tuesday. So, I guess we could just talk about it in general and then just move into those changes. Because I know that yep. one, of the, one of the things listed here is the whole radar situation. Mm-hmm. So, so that, that's been up to from 18 to 22. Are you sure? Because we were playing last battle. night... Yeah, I was playing last night, Big Team Battle. It said 18 meters in the bottom left. Yeah, it does. I know I did notice that, but I maybe it's just um maybe they haven't updated the text. It's, or quickly. Just, a, it's just a UI bug, is it? Yeah, maybe UI's not updated. But maybe I mean I'm pr- I'm pretty sure I would have put in the note if they like hadn't changed it for launch. But assuming this is launch, having said that, that, that might yeah. be the case. It, that, that actually this hasn't kicked in yet. Um, yeah, potentially. Um I'm just control but yeah, I mean, real quick. Yeah. Uh but I mean just uh yeah, I mean just just overall the um obviously we're having so much fun with, with the multiplayer, it's it's absolutely fantastic. Um so I mean right right off the bat for anyone that doesn't know, obviously it launched it's launched with um BCB and Quick Play as their game modes. Uh Quick Play consists of like your classic Slayer, uh Oddball, uh CTF and um control points or something basically like domination you know three flags you hold them stronghold yeah uh and then you got btb um with again capture the flag um uh total control and slayer and slayer yeah and then you've got seven maps oh no the throwy one power oh yeah yeah the power cell one i forgot what that's called um yeah i can't remember what that's called either oh no i totally have it (laughs) it's called lemmings (laughs) Called Lemmings, yeah, we call it Lemmings. Um, and then obviously, Quick Play has seven maps on launch, and BTP has three maps. Um, I definitely have noticed. I, I I think I could 
could do with a few more BTB maps. Mm. Um, three does seem quite quite little, um, and I think it would be. I think it would feel less like small if if the two out of three maps didn't have like exactly the same like scenery, color palette, and everything about them. Um, it, it, I, I think it would seem bigger and a little bit more. Um, have a bit more variety if there was just like uh, you know a forest map with trees, a desert map, and then that really cool map, um, the 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 bench, the, the the banished one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they they're just very similar in terms of aesthetic. Don't get me wrong, the maps play very very different. But I, just I was going to say they do play quite different, don't they? They yeah they do, but I just feel like they just. They, in my in my mind, I can't help but kind of just blend them together. They, you know, because they're just so similar in, in the way they look. Yeah, I, I think that's uh, I think that's that's fair. Like, because I was thinking about this as well, like the amount of maps in the game. Like, I, I would say it's serviceable. Like, I think there's a good yeah. like a, a good amount of arena maps. Um, I think there's like seven. I think there's ten total in the game. I think there's seven. Life fire overcharge. The Giant streets. Out. That one. Yeah. Um. What was the other one in the a uh, bazaar, um, launch site, that weird indoor one with the shiny? It's all shiny and there's like yeah, cars yeah, yeah. going on the ceiling. Oh, and Behemoth, the bigger one, the one that's bigger on, on the on the Halo ring. Um. Yeah. Like Sandy. Yeah. That's that. Yeah. Seven. And I, so I think seven is actually pretty like nice for launch with arena. Seven, seven for quick play is good. I don't. I don't have arena, a problem with that yeah. at all. And again, they're all. I actually. I think all the maps are pretty great. I think there's one mode on one map which is a little bit pants um Ooh. which yeah. is the one flag on on launch site which um yeah might need a bit of adjusting. if you if you're listening uh kind that of impossible to attack <laughs> on that map yeah kind of impossible yeah it basically just ends up being a a 2-2 tie every yeah. single time and I said, I said to you before, it's a shame because I, I actually really like that map I think it plays really like in a really cool way um but it's a very um, cool map it's like it's like a um horseshoe isn't it and you can like jet over from one yeah. side to the other but other than that yeah uh it's just it's just it's cool but that yeah that game mode on that is <laughs> it's, it's the only it's literally the only time with any of the game modes on any of the maps where i'm like this is not balanced well <laughs> um, yeah yeah for sure i mean you flip but it just i know you flip because you attack and then you defend but it just it doesn't feel good to for the def- uh, attacking team to fail six times and for it to be a tie, like, so. and I, I, I don't think it's so much like it's just impossible. Don't get me wrong; it's very hard to get the flag and bring it back. That it's it's a hard map to get on. Yeah. But the main issue I have is is the time limit. You have like you have like three yeah. minutes, three minutes to do that. It's, yeah. it's, it's so little. Yeah. Like you have time for I've one like, push, I, and that's it. Yeah, I've like picked up like a couple weapons from like a gun rack, and I'm like, cool. I've got a BR, and I've got a shock rifle, and it's just like, oh, well, more than one third of the match is gone already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we have one push in this. Like, just I, I think a simple quick fix is just make it five, six minutes, if not longer, eight minutes, something yeah. like that. Um. But yeah, that, that 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 is a bit like that. Yeah. But I mean, and, as as far as like just gameplay is concerned, and and how we've been receiving the multiplayer, um, it's honestly almost flawless. In my it's opinion. immaculate. Um, no, it's yeah. absolutely immaculate. I've I've experienced little to no technical difficulties. I think maybe right? like one. Um, 
Yeah, but can you one, like, like it hung for like five seconds? And yeah, chilled, like it was a bit weird, but then it just put me straight back in. I think one of our mates had a crash, but overall, ninety nine percent, it's been like fucking immaculate. And yeah. when I've I've played a little bit of the trial of Battlefield twenty forty two, and it literally took me an hour to find a fucking game that wasn't oh, buggy no. or glitchy or just just didn't work. You know, so many times we just got into a lobby. Um, in in 2042 and it just didn't load and then you know you got like the text of people typing in the top corner and they were like another bug lobby everyone you have to leave you know it's not it's not working this is yeah, infinite yeah, yeah. loading and that's just a, that's just a common thing um and it's just uh, i don't know yeah it, it, comparing it to those you know this is this is released three weeks early in beta and it's just kind of flawless over yeah. something that's out and it's such it's like round of applause like like when's the last time you had a a game this big launched to like no issues no server issues everyone and it was with a shadow drop like hello <laughs> like, yeah. like you know free, like, to, it's free to play halo like the servers were probably getting absolutely rammed let's be honest yeah, yeah i yeah. don't know what the player counts were but they must have been fucking insane and there were no technical difficulties that's that's fucking ridiculous like that's it, crazy it, it broke records for um an xbox game studio game on steam um haven't heard about numbers anywhere else but that's all i thought i think it's because it's publicly available on steam that information isn't it um yeah but i mean just for comparison's sake forza horizon 5 hit 81k concurrent players and halo mcc at its peak hit 161k um so Halo Infinite went past, I think it went up to like 200k, maybe a bit more, which is a lot for concurrent players because obviously mm. people sleep. Um, yeah, um, I think it's, yeah, it's, it's su- such a big pat on the back that we were just able to play. I mean, I, I came on the next day and I was like, I was like kind of expecting there to be some server issues and everything. And there was just none. Like it all just worked. Like, I think we had like a little bit of some issues here and there with... Um, like quick resume not working properly but it's kind of yeah it's, it's unfortunate but it was to be expected because it like it doesn't it doesn't kind of gel that well with um games that require um online connectivity like it but i've, I've had some success with it as well so it's just inconsistent i think sometimes i boot it back up and it connects me and i'm like fine ready to go but other times it will just the game just like infinitely loads <laughs> like all the stuff on the screen and it won't let me um queue um yeah but that's not the game's fault like i said it's um yeah just like it amazing and i guess that's all all of those tests flightings like put to good use right you know they really scaled those servers up and got the numbers right um yeah which they had to like man they had to and we've spoken about this in previous shows that everything 343 does is under the world's biggest magnifying glass they're operating on such a thin hairline like with no room for error um mm-hmm. i can't believe they pulled off um the launch like this let alone a shadow drop but so I think, yeah, like you were saying, in terms in terms of the gameplay, um, there was there was this one thing that was going through my head before we started the podcast that I just wanted I wanted to make sure I said because I think it's a really good way to describe why I like why I'm having a good time and I think Halo has a really good one more game factor. Like you finish the game, like whether you've done good or bad, and you're like, just like want to play another one, or like before you log off, you're like. I'll, Maybe I can get one more. And just because it's like, you know, you lo- load into every game, it's like a, a fresh um, template. You know it's even start, so you're never like, you're never going to be slapped in the first few seconds. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just always exciting. It's just always exciting. It's always fun. Um, yeah. What, what, what's what been like the standout moments for you, really, like since it's launched? 
Um, I mean, literally, for me, probably the equipment, right? Mm. I mean, it's just, I just love getting my hands on equipment. Um, I enjoy the grapple hook so much. Um, it's, it's insane. Like, I've made some ridiculous plays with the grapple hook. Um, and I, as much as I do think a few of them could use some tweaks, maybe some buffs here and there, um, I think drop shield could do with a little bit of love in terms of maybe maybe the squares, the little holographic squares taking a, a f- couple more bullets, maybe. Um, you know, they're useful in terms of blocking explosives, but that's about it. Um, they don't really do anything in terms of changing a gunfight 1v1. Um, but yeah, and then obviously repulse is so sick. Um, I've done some crazy stuff with the repulsor. It's just like you said, it's just not, it's the, it's the not knowing what you're going to do with these things. You pick it up and just you just don't know what 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 shit's about to come. Like you might yeah. just do something so awesome or so yeah. hilariously stupid or just I don't know. Like it's just it it genuinely just feels so fun. Um, the game just lets you do it as well. Yeah, it just lets you do and, it. There's not one time that I've been like, oh, what I can't do that. No, I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> It do, it just does let you do it. Um, it. There's there's little and there's just like intricacies everywhere with all these equipments. I remember when we were playing that power cell game mode the other day, and um, they all spawn in like a big cluster, like all these power cells, and everyone fights for them to bring them back. Um, and I got over there by the spawn, and I had a repulsor, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna see what happens." Right? I just got behind it and just repulsed and just knocked like all fifteen power cells just like miles towards into our, our base. half. And yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I was just like, well, "That's fucking cool." And I was yeah. just like juggling them with the repulsor, just like yeah, fucking yeah. knocking them everywhere. And it's just so many like intricacies with just just how how everything like interacts i've i've repulsed someone who was literally like energy sword lunging towards me and i was like yeah. fuck off <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i just like gunned him down yeah um just so cool man like that 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 for me is is what i'm having the most fun with um and then you know like see a few standout guns but yeah it's the, it's the equipment that, st- that stood out for me and those just crazily hilariously awesome funny moments so definitely yeah. definitely yeah i like lo- it's um it's the same as we said in the flighting really i think the grapple hook and the, and the repulsor remain the standout ones but i do it does seem like the active camo has gotten a buff um and i've been enjoying using that a lot more like it's it's not fun to die against but it's like I, it's, yeah. it's, it's it's a lot more powerful now and there's like you actually care about getting it because you're like actually i can get free kills i can like it can turn like a game in your favor an active camo mm-hmm. now which is probably for the best and this this is making this has been making me think as well um i think active camo in all sorts it's like holograms and stuff like that um it's one of those things that doesn't tend to age well in a game's life because players get good at seeing it um so i'm happy that there's this thing i think things like threat centers for example are a good counter to it like if you know someone has it, you just pop it on your feet, pop it on a wall where you think they might be, and that will reveal them. So, um, you know, I, th- there are like um, interactions there that that sort of um, balance that out a little bit. But yeah, I'm totally with you. Um, all of the equipment things there are just so mental. I um, man, I just I've just and let's not forget fusion coils. <laughs> oh, all yeah. hail the fusion coil! <laughs> hey, I'm a fusion coil main. Like, Best I, edition. I love. I love that. I, I'm pretty sure I have most comp medals of any Halo player. I I think you must do. I've seen. I, you, I've I seen have, you kill so many men. 
I've had so many. Like, it'd be interesting to know just how many. Like, I'm definitely sort of like easily 50 plus, if not more. Yeah, it's mental. Uh, they just I, feel so good to throw as well. Yeah, I absolutely love it. I love just smashing someone with one. It's like the nicest feeling. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a fusion core main. <laughs> like their entire, I've got this wicked clip. I've just, been, I've been stashing clips on my phone because, it, and if you want to see them, you can go to our Twitter quick resume pod because you know I'm uploading them like fairly frequently at the moment, and there's some pretty dank clips. Um, and this is one I've got on my phone at the moment where I just like at the very beginning of launch site, I sprint towards like act, where active camo spawns, you know, or, or overshield, whichever one it is, <clears throat> like down on the left, um, and there's always a barrel there. Uh, Fusion Core, sorry, and I picked it up, and this Mong- uh, Warthog just drove past me, and I saw it late, so I like quickly ran around the corner, and I just like tossed it well in advance. It was like an American football throw. I was like, Ugh! and it just like hit the back of the turret as though it like got to the flag, and I got a double kill for it. And I was like, oh, fuck, nice, that's dude. so cool. Um, yeah. yeah, and like even even beyond just like getting kills, like you said, there, you know, there is that creativity element where you can use it in objectives, and it's. And it extends beyond the equipment as well, because there are, I think there are times where we were playing that power cell mode and we were like, just frag them, just frag them so they get knocked closer to us. You know, like mm-hmm. we could use stickies or whatever. And that that worked well. Um, mm-hmm. And I've got this clip of me like on Behemoth, the sand circle map of, oh, it's happened last night. Like our mates were just driving around in circles, like trying to gun people down. And I was getting chased. They like, like spawned fairly close. And I was like, I need to get out of here. And I just ran over and went, yeah, and like grappled on. And I just got flung like all the way around and like just jumped straight in. And they were like, oh, hi, Dick. What did you get here? I was like, oh, I'm safe now though. It's just like, I went so far and so fast. And it's just like, I can't believe the game lets me do that. It's just awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, it's it's so cool. There's 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 a lot of um, there's a lot of outplay potential. I think mainly in like in BTB. I don't feel there's much in arena. I feel like the maps definitely, the majority of maps, not all of them, do feel very one one kill one death sort of thing. It's very hard to actually it's to sort of turn it around and do something more, um, because your shields take so long to come back up sometimes. Um, but yeah, I mean that that's only a handful of maps I felt that way. Um to to be fair. Um so but yeah I no, Yeah, I yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think I think you can I think Arena is less forgiving in that way, but I think it, it's because it's so much more focused on power weapons, you know, like if you have power weapons or equipment, like that's your time to like take on the two V one or things like that. Um and, and may I say as well, I think I, I think I might have said this in the podcast before. Like I've always been useless at understanding when to use Halo grenades. I think I'm getting it, man. I think I'm getting there. And do you want to hear about it? Yeah, man. Let's hear your <laughs> grenade story, your rags to riches grenades. Yeah, man. Well, so like you know, I one once upon a time I was a lowly marine, and I thought I see Spartan, I kill Spartan with grenade, I throw grenade at Spartan. As it turns out, what you do is you. You shred Spartan in front of you, and then you know, you know, in Halo when your shield's down and you're like running and you're like, someone's gonna come through that fucking doorway and they're gonna shoot me. I know it, I know, and then they do it and you die. You just throw it there just in case. They're just in case grenades. That's what they are, and that's what, yeah. that's what I figured out. And then because if you if you get that hit, their shields are down. You know they're there because you get the hit markers. 
while you wait a couple of seconds for your shield to come back up, then you just push on them. Their shield's are already down. Bang. That's 2v1. Done. Then you do the same again. Pick up their grenades. Where are they going to fucking come from? There. <laughs> you just yeah. you, you pre-throw. And that's like what I've been learning. Like, because before I was, I've been like using them as part of the of like the 1v1, like the dance, the fight, which you can do. But I think yeah. it's more like you try and win with your guns and you use the grenades to uh, like almost area denial, right? Yeah. To stop that you, person you... coming in to finish you off. Yeah, grenades. Grenades are used to. They're either used preemptively or they're used to stop an an escape of like a weak enemy that you've you got you've got the advantage of in a gunfight, right? Um, But yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, it's it's their main use is just like preemptive, right? And I mean, you find them everywhere. Um, Yeah, you 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 pick them up off corpses that died. 30 seconds ago with your teammate and stuff like that so you've always kind of got a couple so you you never feel like it's a waste to just toss one in a doorway and just be like oh no one was there whatever right doesn't doesn't really matter yeah exactly you're just gonna pick up more in a second or two um so uh so yeah but i mean and and the grenade spam as annoying as it is because it it can be quite annoying in halo sometimes Mm -hmm. sometimes i just feel like like I'm just being like stealth bombered, like sitting on yeah. like, a flag. It's ridiculous. All you hear are grenades just everywhere. Um, and you it's, sometimes all you can do is just put down your controller and just be like, "Let's hope. Let's yeah. just fucking hope that these five grenades won't kill me." Right? Um, you know, it. I do think it's less. It's less than it was in other Halos. I feel like. Mm previous halos halo 3 uh i can't remember reach i think reach as well were just kind of insane mental the the grenade damage was insane like it was kind of nuts where this one you have to have them relatively accurate for them to be effective in in any way it's not often where it just fucking nukes you and just sends you to the moon right um so yeah 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 and I think I've got I've got to say as well, like there's definitely I like I, I get the sense when I'm playing those maps, especially when I like playing objective, I'm holding oddball, I'm holding flag, whatever. <coughs> that there is um there's like learning there in terms of like the, the map geometry and like where to stack or like moving so that you know uh-huh. you're anticipating grenades to come that way, so I'm just gonna move to the grenade, you know, I take very little damage and then move back. Things like that, you know, I think yeah, uh-huh. I, I'm with you. I think it's not it, they don't feel busted. There are times where a million grenades can actually fall down your mouth and you're like, well, I was never going to survive. Just but, you know, sense, there, yeah. yeah, there are also times where I walk out in the open and there happen to be three people staring at me. You know, it's just, that's just shooter yeah. things. But like, it's yeah, just I, shooter things, yeah. Right. I, yeah, I don't think it's something which is unbalanced, which I have definitely felt in other Halo games. So I'm definitely with you. Actually, how do we how do we feel about grenades in general? Like, because um, we're only talking about frags, obviously. What, what do we think about the rest of them? Um... I think they're pretty good. I think plasmonades feel good. Um, I've had a few sticks. I don't feel like they're too magnetized. You know, mm-hmm. they're not bullshit. Uh, Halo 3, I remember sometimes it was just like you threw it like here and you just saw it go like stick onto yeah. someone. You're like, well, that was just unfair, right? Yeah, it made that noise um, as well. So you do have to be quite accurate you know, with, with your plasmonades, but, you know, not like it's not like a throwing knife, you know. So they feel pretty good. Uh, and they're quite powerful, even if you don't stick. You could just throw it for like area denial. They still do a lot of damage. Whereas mm-hmm. in previous Halos, I felt like if you didn't stick someone, it was like it was like a potato. It was like yeah. you threw a fucking pebble at a start at a spot. They just didn't do anything. Um, so that's good. Spike nades. I feel like I feel like they could use a bit of love. They're they're oh, okay. Really? They're okay. Um, 
but I do feel like they could use a little bit of love. And I know they're supposed to be used in like small rooms to be more effective than any other nade, but I have still found that I'm launching them on walls, you know, sort of similar to like a Titan grenade in like Destiny, you know, like the lightning nade. Like mm. I know someone's around that corner, so I stick it to the wall to their side so it blows up like towards them that way. And I still feel like it just doesn't do much damage. It just rattles around in a small room and it's still kind of RNG whether or not those needles are actually going to hit them. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think they do launch in a particular direction. I just I just think they ping off in, in all around the place. Yeah, yeah. So it's just it's just a bit too RNG for me. Uh, I haven't had too much success with them, uh, even using them in scenarios where I feel like they're designed for. Mm. Um, so I feel like maybe they could use a little bit of love. Um, and then Tesla nades, fucking nerf them. Nerf <laughs> them. They're stupid. They're fucking stupid. I think either give one, don't don't let don't have two on pickup. Only give the player one, or just reduce the distance. It's just ridiculous. You could just toss it into a room. It's just no skill. It just fucking just latches onto everybody within like a fucking like fifteen foot radius or something stupid like that. It's, they're a little bit too aggressive, in my opinion. Um, yeah, they are I think very powerful. Those, those need a nerf. Um, great grenades. I love them by design, and I think they should be in the game. I just think they're a little bit too aggressive right now. Um, mm. They're useful in any scenario. Like I feel so confident knowing in my bottom right that I have two Tesla nades, and I'm like, I could run into this room, toss one, and I could probably get a triple kill. Like yeah. it's it, just by hit, just shooting them with an AR, knowing that my grenade has shredded all three of their shields. Like, yeah, it's 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 a little bit too good. Um, yeah. yeah, you can do you can do a lot with them, can't you? You can like pop them in a doorway to like block it, or you can like toss yeah. it into an area, and yeah, and it's just um, they and the are radius is cr- crazy. The amount of times I've literally just like tossed it up to a hornet, uh, a wasp, or a banshee, and it's just like it's not even that close, but it it still is just shut down their their vehicle. It's just. It's just too good for too many scenarios. Mm. Um, I, I do kind of feel like... Yeah, I, there's a part of me which feels like they are good by design. In that the set, like, is you don't... They're not that common, if you know what are. I mean. I'm pretty sure there's... I Well, I, for one, have memorized pretty much all of the spawns for Tesla nades on, like, every map. Mm. I know where to go to get them. And I always get... I cheese them. I cheese them pretty hard. I don't know. I, just, I don't feel like I find them as often as I mean. Well, obviously, like frags, but but all like as stickies and um, spikes. I, I don't feel like I find them as often. Maybe, maybe not contested. quite as maybe not quite as often, but they are they're very accessible. Um, I think at least. Um, but that, that that's my only gripe with the whole grenade um, ecosystem is just yeah maybe, maybe nerf Tesla nades a little bit. Yeah, that's um, fair. That's fair. I just, I just think there, and there's so much anti-vehicle in this game already um, that it's just, yeah. Mm. But overall, I think it's pretty good. I think it's pretty well balanced in terms of grenades. Um, and I guess you know, while we're talking about grenade ecosystem, what about the weapon ecosystem? How do you feel about weapons, sort of spawn weapons, and sort of like off the rack ones? How do, how, yeah. how do you feel generally? Uh, generally, I feel pretty good. Um, I I feel like with any of these sorts of games, balance is something that you constantly chase and never really hit. It's kind it's of it's impossible, right? Because it is subjective to a degree as well. Um, mm-hmm. But I will say generally, like, really good. 
Uh, I think there are some things here and there which could use a bit of love. There are some things that I'm like only now starting to learn how to use properly. Like, for example, I've been popping off with a heat wave recently. Um, I know what you mean. Me too. Actually, me too. Like, I've, I've, I've kind of gotten to grips with it. What I found I was doing before is I was pressuring myself too much to use the vertical shots. Um, oh, when I actually, I, I use it. So I use it if I need like just a little bit more range. But I find myself using horizontal more and just like playing for um, like distance more. Because like you can you can three shot, which is the same as the bulldog. Um, mm-hmm. But I think if you, if you and if you if you're lucky and you get like two good verticals, if you hit all shots, all six uh, pellets, you can two shot as well. Um, and obviously, like you have, you can bank and you can do other stuff with it as well, which makes. And there are times where I've like pinged it around a corner and got pre shots off, which like helps me win the fight. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that's really cool. So yeah, so there are the things, there are things like that. And I think what I'm learning is that all of the things in the bo- in the sandbox are really distinct from each other. And I actually think that's, in that sense, it's really well done. Everything has its own space and feels unique. And there's no overlap at all. They all play, they all play very different. And it's just, it's just a question of getting enough hands on time, isn't it? Right. Um, right. I do definitely feel the same way about the heat wave. Um, just going back to that. Like, I also feel like the heat wave, it's just a case of learning how the pellets work and you need to lead your shots a little bit as well because it's not hit scan. Um, yeah. So once you're like, okay, so I'll just fire a little bit in advance to where this guy's going to be and I just shred him, right? Or I just barrel stuff them in melee, you know, yeah. the old shotgun yeah. melee. Done, and that still works you know? as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I do, I do think it's a case of just getting enough hands on time um, and that will just come with experience. Mm-hmm. I do just, I do think some stuff needs some some love i think yeah. the needler needs some love i think even if you use it in its ideal scenario it's still pretty it's still pretty bad yeah um and there was something else as well i think commando is kind of fine as it is again you just need to get used to the recoil pattern um yeah and I, I mean i wouldn't say no to a bit of a tweak a positive tweak maybe. on the commando but then it was you know they only gave it a slight nerf to where it was one aggressive in the, yeah. in the in the flighting and now it's like kind of on the bad side so it's so hard to balance these things as you said at, at the beginning of this um just the smallest tweak can take a gun from feeling a little bit too good to feeling actually kind of not great anymore i think um, yeah because it was it's like it was like we were saying the other day like the commander still works really good at like long range like it works really nicely at long range um but like yeah. mid-range it starts to not feel good and you'll just get you'll get ar'd quicker unless you like if you miss a bullet which you will because the reticle is tiny um yeah. so um and i and that is part of the thing as well like because the ar your starting loadout is quite powerful like the ar is quite good and the pistol is quite good is, um yeah. and so it's very good so i'm okay with and if the br is going to remain as I mean, BR feels good. It won't win you it. Like, you won't win up close against an AR, which is, like, fine, I think, right? unless you, like, hit every single shot. Um, that's why, like, I would rather have the commando feel a bit more powerful so that I, I pull it off the rail and I'm like, I feel like I can do more with this off the, um, though, rather than my AR. Of course, unless it's, like, close range, or, you know, like, whatever the optimal distance is for the AR. Like, I, I feel like it should be better in, um, at, like, mid-range, but, yeah. A bit. It's 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 so again it's tough. Just you got you got to balance things based on platform as well. Because I know for a fact that PC players shred with the commando because yeah, they can control the recoil so much better than, than than someone on console. It's insane. I've seen some people play on PC 
and their commando just doesn't move and they're firing it as fast as humanly possible and they're just lasering people so you can't really do that on console it's 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 a lot tougher yeah um so it's it's very hard to balance these things which is why i think they actually might leave the commando as is because it, it feels okay on console and i think it's actually considered pretty pretty damn good on pc so if, if you buff it then it's just going to be insane on PC and then very good on console, right? So it's 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 tough. Um, it's it's such a hard job to balance these things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, there's. Um, I think apart from that, though, I think maybe the um, what's that grenade launcher one? Cinder shot. Cinder shot. I think maybe that could use a little bit of love. Again, I think that might be better on PC where you can control it a bit better with the mouse. The whole like. Um, yeah, the whole controlling the actual grenade in the air. I think mm-hmm. that's a bit wonky on controller. Um, and I find it quite hard to judge depth perception wise. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if, uh, uh, about you, but I fire it like down and I'm like, do I slam it down now? Do I curve it now? Like, I can't tell the depth perceptions a bit yeah. off for me. Yeah, that, um, that is just learning though, learning the weapon a bit. Um, but yeah. I'm, my, my problem with the cinder shot is that I don't feel like it's very clear when the when it's going to explode. Like, it explodes after an amount of time, but it seems to explode. If you direct it, someone will explode. But also, if you get it close enough, but don't necessarily hit them, it seems to explode as well. Um, yeah. And I feel like that can be a bit stingy sometimes. Like, sometimes you'll put it between someone's legs and it'll just be like, like, blah, blah. But I'm like, well, yeah, it okay. just like bounces off behind them. And you're like, well, and now he's just shredded me yeah. with an AR. Yeah. And, I, and I guess, I, I get that that's kind of, you know, it, like, it's a grenade launcher. Like, I get that. Um, it doesn't, yeah, like you said, it, it doesn't feel bad. It definitely has a space, but you know maybe a little tweak and that, that is the thing for most of the guns here i think a little tweak here and there would would be good um but with yeah. given how responsive they've been with all of this feedback so far like i have zero doubts that this stuff is already isn't already being looked at um mm-hmm. plasma carbine needs a bit of love um it has a space again it has a space it can be useful um we've spoken about this like one good burst on someone will strip shield and that's mm-hmm. Problem is, when you have a challenge that says get kills with the plasma carbine, it makes oh, you want to pull God. your fingers off. Um, yeah. There should it's just, just be impossible. Like, it's impossible. For, for, for some weapons, I feel like a good way to do it, instead of saying get kills, it should just be like get a thousand, not a thousand. Even no, damage. A thousand. Like just damage. Get, yeah. or, or just get a thousand score with it, right? Get a thousand score with the carbine. So it's just like assist. An, assist, an assist is 50. And, you know, two assists is a hundred. You're one tenth the way towards completing that challenge. You know, just just generate the score you get f- using that gun in your hands and say, you know, get a thousand score with it. Because yeah. yeah, I got the ten kills with the pulse carbine. I tried it for like two games. I wanted to pull my fucking. I, I wanted to pull my cock off. Like, I hate it. <laughs> I, I had to it's re-roll horrible. the challenge. I've been. I I've been re-roll it. I've been on one out of three for and uh, like for days and like I there's been ten. Yeah, that's, I'm sorry. I, I I had it pre pre before they made challenges easier. I had ten ten kills with a false carbine. I don't know if that's gone, man. Yeah, like um, that. Nuts. Yeah, and that's the thing because when I use it, like trying to use it properly, like sometimes I can make it work. Like, and I definitely still feel it. It feels a little bit undertuned, but like there are times where I've made it. I've had a good fight. I've like led my shots. Stop relying on the tracking, by the way. Just lead your shots. Learn to lead them. Get in the academy or whatever. Yeah. And you'll find yourself stripping people very, very quickly for like an easy, uh, easy sort of uh, hot swap. Some but sidekick swap. Yeah, so I, I feel like that maybe needs a bit of love. Um, I guess uh, what else? Is there? Ravager. 
Needs a bit oh, of love. Fucking ravaging. But again, but right now again, like I've I've just started using it like the mangler, and I've started I've had I've started to have a little bit of of, of success with it. So like literally, I just like burst people. If you get three hits, stab them, they die because it has increased melee damage because it's got a blade on the end. Um, yeah, yeah. And like uh, and like there are some game modes where I find the the um, charge fire really useful. Does it like bang you out kills? No, but it denies areas and like you keep, it, yeah. if people are walking through them, it does. It stops them healing, you know. It's so, not bad for like total control, you know. Just dump it on a flag, just don't blow your load on a flag, and you know, it kind of stops them dipping their toes in, or you know, they're taking a little bit of DOT because they're standing in it, so you're more likely to win the AR gunfight, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, uh, that's the thing. Everything has its uses, regardless of us saying it's it's quite bad or it needs a little bit of love. It still does have its uses. Like no gun feels trash in this game. Um, in my opinion. Um, so I think they've done a pretty good job overall. And I think I'm just being a little bit nitpicky, maybe a little bit salty sometimes. Um, I think if I had to pick one gun from the sandbox, um, like just pick one gun that the dev should prioritize and maybe tweak a bit, it probably would be the needler. I think everything else feels pretty okay in in its own space i just feel i just feel like i never win ever with the neither ever i sometimes get kills but i know what you mean there are times where like we start shooting at exactly the same time and i'll win by like a hair like an absolute hair yeah. and it's like, i don't feel like i should have like surely needler's meant to yeah. excel like at this yeah so a needler should beat like an ar if you're staring each other down a hallway yeah and you're you just you just unload a clip into them it yeah. should win like yeah. oh, every time, right? Otherwise, what's he doing in the game? Yeah. <laughs> Why is it there? And you're always going to wear a lot of shots because that's the thing about the needler. Like you don't actually do that much damage. They just explode. That's what makes it an interesting gun. Mm-hmm. Like you don't, like if you're trying to finish someone off with the needler, good fucking luck. Like, and you only have time, like you yeah. won't. You need to get the full, like, su- uh, what's it called? Super combine or whatever it is, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. Otherwise it does next to nothing. And that's what makes it an interesting gun. But um yeah, no, I'm with you there. Need, like, I do think it needs a bit of love. Um, plasma pistol is another thing that comes to mind. Um, I think actually, I like to be it. honest, yeah, as as I've gone through the game, like I, again, it doesn't disrupt vehicles okay. anymore. But they did buff it actually. I think since the um, since the flighting and it strips shields. Very, the projectile moves fast. It doesn't track that well, but it's no, powerful. Yeah, the tracking kind of shocking. From the- but yeah, I've I've kind of popped off on it. Uh, I think it definitely works better in arena where the maps are smaller. And you, you know, you will, you don't need to lead your shot or rely on that tracking. It's just like, it's at that medium range where the projectile's fast enough that you will just hit them, right? If you pre charge it around a corner or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, good luck hitting anyone in BTV with it. Like, like that's probably not going to happen much. But I think overall, it's pretty good. I've done some, some pretty hot plays, full charge, hot swap, done. I've actually gone on like a few killing sprees with it. Quite yeah. like it. Do you, do you ever single fire it? No, no, okay, never. I need to, I need to have a go with it in the academy and just like see how it kind of works. I mean, obviously it was strips shields, but like I want, I want to know if it's like useful to do that because I think part of what makes part of what makes the plasma pistol good compared to maybe how we felt about it in um, the flighting, barring any changes, because I actually can't remember and I'm trying to find if there is any changes, but they, they do acknowledge it, but I can't actually see anything about it being changed. Uh, is how good the psychic is. The psychic being good makes the plasma pistol good. You can strip yeah. shields at mid range and still pop someone's head off. You know, um, you can yeah. hit them with a. You know, you. you it's uh, yeah. You, you get my point. It's just that that's yeah. what makes it good. So yeah. 
the sidekick is 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 very good. Um, anyone who thinks the sidekick needs a buff in any way needs needs need to your be, needs your brain restrung. Yeah, needs to be thrown up a cliff. Like it's so good. It's 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 insane. No, I think I actually think this psychic is is near perfectly designed. Um, it's like you can one clip someone if you hit someone perfectly. Don't miss a bullet. But if you miss a bullet, that's going to slow you down because then you're you're either having to reload or you need to swap to your AR and then you can't get a headshot. Like because yeah. if someone if someone if if you go from sidekick to AR and you don't pull it off perfectly, someone who's gone AR to sidekick is going to kill you. Like I just think that's that's like perfect. Like that, that's so good. It's like that risk reward kind of thing. Like if you want to go around with just pistol, feel free. But you better fucking hit every shot. Yeah, 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 for sure. I uh, I agree. I think the sidekick's very well designed. Um, doesn't need any buffs or nerfs, in my opinion. It's good. Fabulous. Something that needs changing. Uh, uh something else that needs tweaking. I think is uh vehicles. I think some vehicles need tweaking. They've the acknowledged this already. Shit. <laughs> the shot, the chopper is shit. The um, chopper is the worst thing I think I've driven in any video game period outside of Halo. Inside of Halo, it's so bad. I've gotten some, I've done some work with it before, but it just dies too fast. Like, or I get shot out of it too fast, and it's hard to aim. Yeah. Like, for how hard it is to use, it doesn't. It's so clunky. It's so weird. I, I, I just, oh god. It, it, I get in one and I just get angry. I like start sweating and I just get angry. I just don't like it. Yeah, I feel, I feel like I'm I'm having to work. Oh god, I just don't like it. Um, <laughs> and then and then obviously the ghost, a little bit too good. Um, maybe well, maybe maybe tweak the damage a little bit, a uh, little bit lower on the whole blast, and then maybe make the person inside it a little bit more exposed. Um, yeah, and then I'd be happy. Um, I don't I don't think it's insane, um, but I, I I do think it's. It's pretty, it's pretty oppressive at the moment, um, and I'm sure you you would agree with me. Yeah, definitely um, on the ghost front. Definitely. And I mean, that, that's... I don't know if you, I don't know if you agree with me on this one. Kind of think the banshee's kind of shit. Well, as that's what I was going to say. I'm looking at the vehicle feedback right now from the flighting, and they've and they've got ghost felt too strong in terms of damage output and in vehicle health, and also banshee did not feel effective enough with concerns around Ban- banshee's bomb damage output and ineffectiveness yes. of aerial maneuvers and vehicle health. So they're all, they're exactly, really yeah, I would that's exactly how I describe it. There are a few times I've gotten inside the wasp and I, I'm I'm like, this is great. I'm bombing people. I feel like an AT one thirty, you know, like I actually I actually put the bomb on like a flag and I get like a double kill. Whereas like a banshee, I swear to God, I direct hit someone with the bomb, the the alternate fire, and it has it doesn't kill them. Yeah. It just doesn't. And I'm like, well, what's happening now? And I'm like driving into the floor at that point, and then someone hijacks <laughs> yeah, me, hijacks. and I'm like, and I'm like, what is this fucking vehicle? It's so bad. Um, yeah, it's, it's especially when the the wasp actually feels pretty good. Um, I feel like, I mean, they're, they're counterparts, right? The banshee is just like the covenant's wasp, so the covenant's version of the wasp. They should feel quite equal in terms of aerial power. Um, but oh, I think if I any- don't want to get in banshees, if if anything, banshee should have more damage because you have the disadvantage of you can't hover. If you pull back on the yeah. stick, you can hover like a little bit, but you're always moving forward. So like you know, you, yeah. you always you're always, especially with grapple shots now, you're always at an increased risk of someone hijacking you. The longer you're trying to aim up your shots, and that's obviously the whole design around them. That's the point. But um, mm-hmm. I agree, they die too. It's like three snipe shots kills you. It's like 
I know snipers are good at wrecking vehicles in this game, but um, it's just a bit much. Um, um, but yeah, I think I think the the overall vehicle ecosystem's all right. Warthog feels fine. Um, love Rocky the warthogs. Hog love the mongoose. Feels pretty good. Rocky Hog feels yeah. pretty good. Uh, Gungus feels surprisingly good. Um, I love yeah. the Razorbacks. Bring like a really cool bit of flexibility. Um, plus, it's just more armored, right? You just like it. Just helps you. Even if you don't use it for objective base, you just want to just drive and get right into the thick of it with the enemies. You know, you do that on a Razorback, and you're you're going to make it there in time to get out and shoot some people. Where if you're doing a Warthog, you're probably going to get naded and blow up. You know, like there, I feel like that. Uh, is that true? Uh, do they have more health? I'm I don't know. Sure they do. I thought maybe you I'm pretty sure I didn't. Do. They look a little I'm bit almost, more. I'm almost certain they have more health. Um, don't don't hold me to that. But I'm pretty sure they do. Um, yeah. At least in my experience, I felt like they do. Yeah. But, I mean, there's um, just cool things you can do with them. Like in the power cell mode, you can load it up power cells into it. It can it can sit yeah. six people, which is which very is cool. Yeah. yeah, people can just hop in as you drive by, kind of thing. Um, Especially if if a few of those people have like power weapons too, like rocket launchers, just chilling on the back and stuff like that. A, a, a vehicle like that can feel pretty fucking OP if you fill it with Spartans that have a couple power weapons and stuff like that, not just ARs. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy with the Razorback and the, and the mongooses, the warthogs, everything mm. just ghost, <clears throat> slight nerf, banshee, slight buff. That's yeah. all I change really. Some tweaks here and there. I definitely, I, f- I feel like even though they haven't made any changes, I feel like the ghosts were more oppressive in the flighting. I think people have gotten better at working around the ghosts, but I think it's only changing, but I just think like the community has got better at playing around them. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's yeah. Oh, again, overall good. Everything has its own space, but needs um, adjustments here and there. Uh, but it's it's such nitpicky stuff, man. For, for the most part, I mean, um, going away from the nitpicky, I guess we have got to talk about it, right? Oh, the progression. <laughs> no, I, I mean, yeah, that. But I was going to say the radar as well. Oh, the radar. I actually, yeah. honestly, haven't had a problem with it. So, so many of our friends who we've been playing with bitch about the radar on on a per death basis, and it's starting to trigger me. Yeah. I don't think it's as bad as they're making it out to be. Um, and I, I I made the point to a friend we were playing with as well. The, he was just like, "Oh, just make it like it was in Halo Three." And I was like, "No." I was like, "Halo Three was just a fucking radar watch game, and the only time you took your eyes off the radar is when you saw a red dot on your radar, and you were like, okay, now it's time to look at my fucking screen probably.'" It was just you, you weren't looking in front of you. Like it yeah. was just you were just staring at that bottom corner, or was it? It was top right, wasn't it? Uh, until something pinged up, and then you were like, "Okay, now, now I'll look to shoot someone." Uh, that was it. It was just radar yeah. watching. I didn't like it. I, d- I definitely um, feel like the people who are making those arguments don't consider what the downside of having it. Like, why not just see the whole map? Why not just know where everyone is all the time? You know, it's like, well, come yeah. on. At some point, we've got to, like, where did, where's the good cutoff point here? And I, because there are times where I'm like, as I'm like playing it, you know, we obviously played ranked as well. Um, like it's turned off in ranked, but as we're like playing it more competitively, is my point. I'm like starting to notice, um, like, I could have known there was someone behind me, but I was down my sides. Like, I'm yeah. not going to blame the radar then. Mm-hmm. This thing, like, I was down my sights, like, and now I'm like coming out of my radar. Um, my sights like a lot more often to like just just quickly check. There are times where yes, people do sprint up to you really quick and like double melee or something like that, and you're like, for fuck's sake, like yeah. Um, and I, but I get, I don't know if having like an extra five meters on the radar would have changed that. Like, I don't know. So. I get, I get the frustration, and I'd be interested to see what the community feedback continues to be around that. Um, I think it's good that they 
um, that the big team battle radar is getting adjusted. And I don't know if I said earlier, but it says here it's coming shortly after launch. Yeah. Um, from and that's going from eighteen to twenty two in B two B, and they they did mention that they they saw the feedback around arena radar, but they're just going to leave it for now and just see how people get see sort of how it goes. Um, arena arena radar is a it will be a finicky thing to balance because the maps are small enough that if you make it too big, you're just always going to know where people are. Um, where they made it smaller for arena on purpose because of the map design, right? Um, otherwise, you just I don't know. So many frustrations come with a with a bigger radar. You get you have so many more people predating you, all that kind of shit, and it would just get very very annoying. Um, yeah, you'll you'll find you'll find you're getting predated so often if they increase the radar, and that will infuriate me. Um, so I don't and know. I think we'll just see I, how it goes. I think it would encourage more like corner camping and like. Like, cause if everybody knows they can see each other, people are just going to be walking around crouch and they're just going to get smacked in the back like twice as often, which is not what I want. You know, I, I understand the complaints here. I think sometimes it does happen, but I'm not sure if that's a you thing or a radar thing. Um, yeah. Answer's probably somewhere in the middle, but um, yeah, something to watch for sure. And I was going to ask as well, because this was something that you spoke about in, that you specifically spoke about in the flighting that's here on the notes, um, was about height indication. Have you noticed height? Can you notice it now? Nope, you can't. I know you pointed it out to me, but I still I still don't know if people are below me or above me. Like, so I don't you... look at the radar close enough to distinguish it. It needs to be more obvious. Uh, right. I, I think it's I think it's I don't think they've changed it. They've made a note here that height indication the, the note is reading it straight off the page. Height indication was present, but many players did not recognise its implementation. Um since ever since it's clicked with me, I've been like, oh yeah. Like I have not literally it just glows bright red if they're on your level and it's like slightly faded out. They've got there's another there's a line on top of it if they're above you and it's slightly faded out if they're below you. Just keep an eye on it because it's like once you once you once it clicks, you're like, oh yeah, and you'll never have problem you'll never have a problem with it again. Um Yeah. Okay. I guess I just need to look at it more often. Maybe I'm just doing two quick look like quicker looks at my radar without yeah. actually focusing too much. I just see radar I mean- and I'm like, where? I mean, it's clearly not just you, but um, you know, there is a thing of like it is there. You just, you just need to learn the the what it, what it looks like. Jeez. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, I guess progression is the last bit then. Yeah, let's do it. You want where, me to? Uh... Where do we start? I mean, yeah, I think. I mean, I think you've got more grievances than I do. So you 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 go ahead and kick it, kick yourself. Um. Yeah. I mean, I'm just. I guess I'm just not. I'm not a huge fan on on the way it's done at the moment. I don't hate it, but I'm not. I'm also just not in love with it. I'm very lukewarm um, on it. I, I I liked. I would prefer, like as I said um, to you, that they just give you the freedom to just customize your Spartan sort of however you want. You know, they just give you a category for helmet, chest, arms, legs, whatever you want, and you just put whatever you want on, right? But at, at, at the moment, it's kind of done. It's done with cores, isn't it? You have like an armor set, the Mark V, an armor set, the Mark Seven, and you unlock stuff. And it's like that visor. I got a red visor. I can't use that on my Mark V. I can only use that on my Mark Seven. I think that's annoying. I don't like that. I want to have a red visor on my cool helmet that you know is is really big, the Aviator one, the the, the one that's all visor. I want that to be red. That would look yeah. so fucking cool. Yeah, it's annoying that it's not. I don't like that there's specific things tied to it, and I understand what they're going for. 
and I, it's like building a collection and then you, you know, you, you sort of, you can customize that specific arm set individually, but I just feel like it's, it's restraining you um, quite a lot at the moment. And there's not much in the game right now in terms of um, stuff you can unlock. Um, so I think, and, and, and like you said, you're like, oh, there's some cool stuff coming. Like there's, there's stuff at the end of the battle pass and, all that and you were talking about you know it's like building a collection and all that and i was like okay that makes sense but then that's also (laughs) that's also going to take ages like that's going to be a long time until i feel like the customization has justified itself to me um in the way it's done months and months and months and months before i'm like oh i see what they were going for i'd rather just have the open creativity right now um, I don't want to. I don't want to be like in nine months' time to be like, oh, I see what they're going for now. I quite like the customization system. I don't want it to take nine months. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe that's just me. I, I, I mean, it's, it's definitely not just you. Um, uh, and I think it's it's fair. Um, and you know, not not to sound like a, a corporate shill, but I think on one on one part there is an element of like you know obviously the coatings are monetized and you can't like pick primary and secondary colors obviously we get like what is it like eight colors you can pick from to begin with that you just get normal colors and then you get combinations after that um i would i would agree with you in that my biggest grievance at the moment is that you can't that you get stuff for one core and not the other um that can be a little bit confusing it can be a bit disorientating um I, I can i know what they're going for and i can see it and i get it but i'm not sure how that's all going to work out if they're introducing a new core every season is like it's because it's like is the stuff in the battle pass just going to be for that new core then what about the other ones i've hardly got like there's loads of cool stuff i could do with my previous one you know um it's just it's just it's going to get confusing to to keep track of everything and just be like oh so i have that but not for that and wait do i have that for that and you're just going to find yourself just clicking and going through like a million sub menus to actually figure out what you've got for what fucking core Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's it's i don't i don't know I, I like I like the idea of there being different like of there being different cores because then you know like we have like different armor shapes then like with the Mark Seven like the Reach One versus the Mark Five like they 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 look different. Um, I like the idea of that and like we've seen there, there are if you ever have a bot on your team, bots can have stuff cross cores. But yeah, people have even posted about this on Twitter. Like bots bots have stuff on Mark Five and Mark Seven, and some of them even have the samurai armor already, and they have some of that yeah. crossed with the other stuff. And I guess. The the problem is, I think that they have is because the the armor sets are designed differently. Is that they'll clip through different parts of the body. Um, yeah, but I do think I do think like this is super early days, and like I I am a bit like let's you know I think the fact that it is early days does accentuate these problems more because like we don't have that much to pick from, and when you unlock a shim pad, right, which is like not that exciting, but you're like cool. At least I have some customization. You go to your spot and you're like, oh, I can't use it for this one great <laughs> and I, so it's definitely accentuated because of that um and i think like there are like we know there's like four weekly events coming up in we don't know the time frame but i would assume it's in like the next two or three months each of them seem to have 30 like a 30 uh item free track so i think even like by the end of like some of them like your collection is going to build up and it's like you say you know i think i think this system works well when you have a lot to pick from but because at the moment we don't it's you're kind of it yeah. feels a bit clunky and it feels a bit too restrictive um yeah so i i get i totally get the feelings on it and i'm and i understand the frustrations around the the um the core systems i just think we need to give it a bit more breathing room first to see how it plays out if i'm still feeling this way in like another month or two i'm gonna be like yeah come on guys let's 
let's do something about in this. In all honesty, I think the way it's going, I think you will. I don't think much is going to change in terms of you're going to be like, man, this scrapbook of Spartan armor I've got is fucking ace now. I think it's still going to be pretty bare bones in one in one to two months, in, in all honesty. Apart from maybe the samurai armor, which is probably just a fucking set in itself, you know, like making yourself look like cat or making yourself look like a meal or something like that. You know, I don't think there'll be much well, it's... customization in terms of... Mm. And it seems to be a different core. That's the thing. Yeah, but so you'll be able to you'll be able to adjust that in and of itself, like the samurai. Yeah, look. but they'll all be different cores. It's like it's like Emil's will be a core, right? But Emil, Emil is a kit. Adjust that. Emil is a kit on the five, the Mark Five. Yeah, the Reach one. So okay, yeah, you do get in the past. There are like bits of them that you can put like you can customize your core with but then there are kits which just like yeah it just it's like an overlay yeah can you change the shader on your kit you can't can you i don't know actually could i have a blue emil i don't know i hope so i don't know um and yeah also shaders are kind of shit as well by the way like i'm I'm finding i'm just unlocking stuff and i i'm looking at things coming up at like level 36 level 44 level 85 and i'm like well, this is just a slightly different red than the base red I've had since launch. Like, there are definitely some like that. But there's potential there. There's there some cool there. ones. In there, I've seen though, the esports ones. The esports ones look fucking fantastic, and that goes to show like that future shaders will and can look fantastic. Like because because of those, but they're just not in the game right now, and I. I I, I, I don't know. And I just don't feel like they're gonna be in the game for a little a little mm. while longer. But. Yeah, I don't know. I, I do think there are I do think there are some cool ones in the battle pass. Um that I I'm looking at I'm like, that's gonna be sick when I like can can get that and like customize it or whatever. But there there are some There are definitely a handful. There are some that we split it was like the the blue one that we it was like at level twelve uh, like you know fourteen oh, or whatever it was. And it looks it looks just bad. like the, the base one. And I was I like having a look distinguish. Yeah, I could so I had to look, but I figured it out and it was because the um the, the the top left and right hexagons are black, so like your shoulder pads stay black rather than go blue yeah. as well. But really it, minimal difference. It's literally like fucking spot the difference. It's yeah. fucking. It's, you have to stare at it side by side for like ten minutes. Actually, no, it's a fucking difference. Yeah. Um, but yeah, though there, there are definitely some cool ones in there. Like, don't get me wrong. Um, and you know, I'm not saying it's it's all garbage, but I don't know. I'm just I'm just a little bit underwhelmed right now it's probably my only problem it's my only real problem um, with the game i would say and it's definitely all there because there is so much that you can put on yeah like there, there are so many things you can adjust and like even like putting your own emblem on your armor and your guns and all that kind of stuff there's so much there but there's just it's just nothing right it's just like someone's just giving you an empty scrapbook and they're like well you know, fill it with pictures. You know, six years time, you're going to love this scrapbook because it's filled with all the holidays you went on, but it's going to be shit kind of yeah. for a long time until you fill it yourself. Um, and I think I also think it'd be kind of cool if you could put shader per piece. Blue shader on my gauntlets, red shader on my chest, yellow shader on my legs. I don't like right. how it's just one shader for the entire armor. You know, like that- sort of De- Destiny 2 style, right? You can yeah. mix and match. You can look however you want. You can apply a shader to the helmet as apply a shader to the chest piece. I think that'd be kind of cool. 
I'm with you. But I mean, obviously, I think you know the way that they're designed at the moment is that it you know it, it colours in each piece for you on the hexagon. Um, but I mean that that's like part of like a lot of like that like the Halo Reddit, which is the worst place on the planet. Um, <laughs> it's not nice. They're like. You know, oh, just let us like color each piece of your of my armor, like no. And it's like, like I, I get it. Look, I get it. I get it. I'm not going to be a, a dickhead. Like I, I get it. Um, you know, you could do this in other Halos, but quite frankly, you know, name me another free to play um game of this measure that allows you to just do that. You, there isn't one. You don't in Apex. There's no you. You have like standard like colors, which are the white ones, and then you unlock shit. You have to either buy it or you level up a lot or you buy the battle pass, whatever. Um, and I know that's the same for other other games as well Fortnite is like you don't color shit in you don't get to choose um and it's like because i just feel like it's i i know i understand like the face value argument of like oh it's i can't believe they're monetizing colors and it's like well really because like in any other game it would just be a skin it would just be a skin it's just like mm-hmm. this instead it's coatings um and we've, we've already yeah. gone over like the, the up the pros and cons of this and like you know i, I get the cons um but i think there, there are some pros there as well you know it it adds another layer to the progression like if you took that out and just said right I, I would just make my Spartan white and blue and they would stay that way for maybe three months until I'm like, I want to look at something different. You know, mm-hmm. it, it undermines the progression system. I like that when they bring these events in, there are going to be coatings that come out. And I'm going to be like, I, I need to get that. And like, then I'm going to yeah. have it. And only 5% of the player base are going to have that. And, you know. Um, oh yeah, for I sure, think, man. Yeah. I think that's cool. So I, I don't have any gripes with the whole, you know, if it's cool enough, I'll pay for it. It's a free game. These people got to make money somehow. Like I don't, I'm, I'm a hundred percent with you. Like I, we, we were talking about this. There's so much expense that goes into just, well, just the fucking, they made the game, right? So many people made this game. All those people are on fucking salaries, all the people, the server upkeep, all this kind of stuff. Like it's, there's a reason these things are monetized. Like, Otherwise, it, it wouldn't be profitable. The fact is, they're giving us a product. They have to make profit on it. It's a fucking company. Like, I, I people who are just like, just think they're entitled to have everything for free are just delusional. Like you said, do you work for free? No. You don't go in and clock nine to five and just be like, oh, it's fine if you don't pay me today. Don't worry. I kind of yeah. enjoyed myself. You know, yeah. It's just like, no, that's not the way the world works. <laughs> um, so it's like, I don't have an issue with that. And a perfect example of that at the esports skins, I've been so I've been so close. I've been so close <laughs> to buying one because they look so fucking cool. And if they do a good job of making it look cool, I'll buy it. I've done yeah. the same for Apex. I don't have an issue with that. Um, and, and I know stuff- with the event, the events coming up, I was like, I need those fucking Christmas skins. Like that <laughs> pink, that pink, like cyan and white. That's gonna look cool. I'm gonna put, I'm gonna spend money on that. Or maybe it's in the free track. I don't know. But like I'm looking forward to that. My issue is is everything I see is that that frame of mind. I'm looking forward to it. I don't have it yet, you know. Like there's just there's just nothing there at the moment. There's yeah. not really much exciting there at the moment. Yeah. At the end of the battle pass, there is. There's some pretty cool stuff. But like the way the battle pass progression's going, I'm not going to reach there for yeah. a couple of months. That's what I was going to say. That's, like, it's another thing that's accentuating it, isn't it? Because there's a whole conversation around the slow battle pass. That's like, it, it makes it even worse because you're like, oh my God, like I'm getting like one, pe- like a glove every like two yeah. days. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of, um, it all makes sense. 
I hear everyone's concerns and I totally get it. I do, I do just think we need to give the game a bit of breathing room, you know, let it get, you know, because there are those weekly capstones as well. Complete all your weeklies and get a like a cosmetic, like a coating or a, or a yeah. weapon coating. You know, there's that as well. There's the events. I just think we, need cool to, we need to get into that kind of rhythm and then we can start looking at it holistically and be like, okay, even with all of this in mind, I still don't think that this is feeling right. Um, so. Yeah. Because we're, oh, yeah, you know, we're on day like minus 15 at the moment, you know, <laughs> so um, yeah, yeah, my, my, my judgments are, yeah, they're all assumptions and predictions and stuff like that. Obviously, I'm, I'm just, I'm kind of slamming it on what I, I feel it's going to be like, but I don't know what it's going to be like. It might surprise me. Um, I'm just, I'm just giving it an estimation on how it's progressing now um, and just kind of giving my own sort of time frame on it um but yeah it still it still might surprise me um but yeah it's 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 not awful i'm just not a huge fan of the way it's done the the whole core thing i think is it's kind of what is triggering me the most at the moment um yeah i haven't really had anything too exciting and we've put well over a day of game time into it already um yeah i i, I don't know i Part of it is like, because I like you say, even though the stuff, and but that has always like, that is just like with Halo, you do just get like, we got like a fucking screen on our chest, and I was like, let's go. Unless another one is like a, a screen on your wrist, and I'm like, like, fucking hype for it. Even though it's like, you know, it's really not much, but like, you know, it does give you just those little bit more of customization here and there. But more than anything else, I, I just love how the armors and Spartans look. Do you know what I mean? Like, you see them oh, standing there, you're like, fuck me, they look awesome. Um, so mm-hmm. it does it. It definitely helps that they just they nail the that also the look. That also triggers me a little bit as well because I like the Mark Seven suit so much more than the Mark Five suit. But I don't have anything for my Mark Seven. I have nothing. <laughs> yeah. I have the red visor and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, so it's just like I, I'm kind of picking the Mark Seven, no, the Mark Five, even though I don't even like it as much in terms of how it looks in general, just because I have more stuff for it. Um and it's still not that much, but it's just, it's something. I, like, I, f- I feel like I have to put it on because it's just, <laughs> it's one of the very few things I've actually earned in the game. So yeah, I'm with, um, you. I'm with you. But yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely like the armor design is is fantastic. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I do really like it. Um, but yeah, just some discrepancies here and there. Yeah, absolutely. And I think as well, as, as we sort of cap the conversation off, um, since, and I guess as a bit of a segue into the campaign previews, really, um, there, I've seen that there are, and this is, isn't really a spoiler, but there's there's 32 bits of armor you can find like hidden around Zeta Halo. Um, so that, I mean, that's obviously something which, given that these two products are technically launching on the same day, that's something that's going to accelerate that feeling um, of like having stuff unlocked in multiplayer. Um, so I just wanted to drop that in there as we sort of finish off um yeah i guess oh, that's annoying i guess the, the only, let's let's just sort of make this quick because the only, the only last yeah. thing i wanted to speak about was the actual speed of progression right um and the fact that you know they patched it the other day um on day two to make it so you get to get rid of some of the harder ones and that you get 50 xp fixed per match rather than the way it did it before which was uh it would go complete one match complete two matches complete three complete four and you know it would get bigger in time so what are your, what are your thoughts on that uh much better it's gone from being so painfully slow to slow at least i'm seeing seeing the bar moving kind of thing yeah exactly it's still slow but it's not it's not painfully slow it's not like 
Um, and and I, I think it would be even more infuriating if the game just wasn't so fun. Like, I'm not that bothered because I go into a game and I hop out of a game with a big old fucking grin on my face. So I don't really care that much. But like, if the game wasn't like that and the progression was that slow, I'd be crazy triggered. Um, so it, it has that going for it. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's it's still it's still slow. Um, but then, you know, there are things you could do to to combat that as well. Like I know next week, let's be smart about it. The challenges will all come back back in on Monday, all the weeklies. I'm gonna be like, lads, what's the day everyone's gonna be on? You know, like let's get a solid few hours in. I'm gonna pop an XP booster and I'm gonna smash those weeklies. All my XP is gonna get doubled, and yeah. I'm probably gonna see a lot of progression in my battle pass. Like there are ways you can plan around it. They give you the tools, and it's just like, you know, you can be a little bit smart about it, and you can increase your XP gains by quite some margin. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, we'll have to see how that plays out because we've yet to have like a full fresh week with with the um with the changes they've made with, mm. with like oh, the weeklies and stuff. They buffed it to an hour as well, didn't they? The XP change. I forgot yeah, to mention. Yeah, that they bit. buffed it to an hour. Yeah. So I think next week we'll come back to this and we'll just be like, how was our experience with the changes they made with a fresh week of of challenges using an XP boost? Maybe how did it feel? Um, but right now, yeah, it's it's slow. It's it is pretty slow. Yeah, yeah, I think there's um my 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 two like things that I would say about it is that they need to just have another look at the I, I'm okay with the challenge system, like honestly I am. Um but I just mm-hmm. think there's maybe and it's a good chunk of them that are a bit stupid. There's like thirty percent of them are like just ridiculous. That they're, they're way too specific. I'm okay with some being specific, you know, like um like having one out of like five or one out of ten that requires me to go out my way to try and do something. I'm okay with any more than that. It yeah. gets a bit, you know, obnoxious that, you know, like, and some of them just don't mix well with the sandbox. Like I was saying earlier, the, the challenge to kill people, with the plasma rifle is like, that doesn't make sense. Like the bolt or whatever it's called. Yeah, um, it's like that, I, I'm just, I'm never going to do that. Yeah. And I think that's a really good fix. that we said earlier, like either make it point based or damage based. That would work way better. Um, mm-hmm. So I think they need to look at how they do that. And I appreciate the way that they do these weeklies is that you have a set of easy ones and then they get replaced by medium ones and they get replaced by hard ones. Um, But I think they need to have a look at those challenges and make them so that like I've had some sitting in my dock for so long now because like it's just i'm just never gonna get them done and i don't want to waste a reroll right now but you have that option of course but still they're um, they're oddly specific yeah and and they're kind of annoying because i know like there's one which is like uh destroy a ghost right doesn't sound that bad i think you have to do like three so it's like destroy three three ghosts but that's it's that is sometimes very out of your control you're playing a btb match there are 12 other fucking players on your squad and you don't know when a ghost is spawning. You don't know when an enemy's in one. There's a there's a fucking 11 out of 12 chance that someone else is going to kill that ghost before you. You know, like, there's so many other players. I, I don't know. It's just, it, it feels very much out of your control. And mm-hmm. then it's always in the back of your mind. It makes you play different um, because you're, you're, you're searching for this or you're, you're picking up pulse carbines when it just doesn't fit the play style or how you should be playing the map. There, there are just things like, I don't mind destroy a ghost, destroy a chopper, just make it one, just, just one and done. Like don't make it three. Yeah. Small, small little changes like that are fine. Yeah. In my opinion. So, um, I do. It, it does definitely does need tweaking and I, and I have to take a bit of an 
an L. Well, not really, because I was going to say I have to take a bit of an L, because when we spoke about this in the, the flighting preview, I said, like, you know, let's just wait and see. Generally, challenge systems are fine, because a lot of the community were losing their shit, because obviously they haven't played a game since Halo 3. Um, so... And I said, you know, it depends. Challenges are okay, it just depends how they're done. Because as you know, I would frequently lose my shit about some challenges in Apex. Some of them are still annoying, but like they're manageable. Mm-hmm. But like the whole drop in a certain location, like fuck me, get off. Um, yeah. And some of them, are, some of them are reminiscent of that. It's like some of these are not implemented well, and so they, they I think they need to have a look at that. And the other half of what I was going to say was we've spoken about this as well. Um, that is that we feel that some progress should be performance based. Um, I don't, and I don't. I don't even necessarily think it needs to be self-performance based. I'm okay with it just being wins instead of it being, you know, if they want to keep it at, this, at a similar pace instead of it being 50 per game, make it 25 for a loss and 75 for a win. Like incentivize me to win, man. Make me feel good when I win, or 100 for a win and 50 yeah. for a loss. You know, it, it, and I think that uh, that would go a long way um, to, to helping as well. I also think it'd be kind of cool if they get, they tied XP to um, badges. Yep, I think kills, can play a role in kills, it. Flag carrier, you captured the flag, um, you assists, uh, all that kind of stuff. Like, not don't just obviously do it for the kills because then it's just going to encourage people to camp and get kills. Do it for like playing the objective and stuff like that. Um, it'd be it'd be kind of cool just to have, even if it's very small. There's like it's like it's like fucking two XP per per like assist badge or something. 10 XP for a killing spree, 20 XP for capping the flag, you know, but it just accumulates at the end of the game, right? Mm. Um, I think that'd be kind of cool yeah, as well. Absolutely. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see some, and I think having having it tied to a win a little bit would yeah, increase, oh, 100%. it would increase player behavior because that, we've spoke about this, there are times where we've played with randos or, or when I've solo queued where people have run up to me with the flag, dropped it in front <laughs> of me and run away. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I've, I've I've had someone just toss me the oddball. Like, I don't fucking want this. Yeah, it's you just know, like because I, I can't I can't I can't click on heads with this. Yeah, and then, <laughs> then they just run around the corner and get their head shot off by a sniper, and it's like great. Yeah, so like I think if if there was that incentive, as like, if people started seeing that pop up on their screen, like you know, win plus a hundred, they'd be like, oh, actually, I want to win this because I want to progress my battle pass more. That just makes mm-hmm. sense. That just makes yeah, sense. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think we'll move on from there. We've, um, I'm out of breath um, speaking about all of that Halo so multiplayer, much, but yeah, so the, o- the overall takeaways, guys, go download it. It's really good. It's really good. Um, there yeah, are, believe it or not, it's free. It's somehow. free. Unbelievable. Yeah, um, really good. And I'm liking, um, I'm liking how good the three four three are being with sort of listening to feedback and and act got it quickly. So we'll see how it all pans out. But the the foundation here is so fucking solid that. Um, and I don't mean in foundation in a bad way. It's 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 a good package, but what's there is it's so good, and it excites me to think what they could add in the future: more vehicles, more equipment, more everything, cosmetics, whatever weapons. Yeah, 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 for sure. Amazing. All right. Well, um, we also had this week we've had we've had campaign bits of bobs coming through for the last few weeks, but the embargo was properly released, and the press got to play. From what I can tell, the first four. Oh, actually, they just got access to the game from what I understand, because some members of the press have actually just played through and completed it, but they can only speak about the first four hours. Um, yeah. So my take from all of this, there was a really good, where is it? There was a really good uh, summary that somebody did on Reddit here. Yeah, from Smunzer, 
Sorry for stealing your comment, bro. Uh, summary, mostly positive, some caveats. Only includes the first few hours of the campaign. Number one, basically everyone agrees that the game is really fun for the first four hours. Uh, unsurprising if you've played the multiplayer. Number two, the game looks decent, but still has some presentation issues, particularly with lighting and FX. Number three, reviewers largely agree that the open world nature of the campaign works really well with Halo, aka the silent cartographer, the video game. Even if it has some Ubisoft light vibes for the optional side quests, hoping for some more variety in the latter half of the game. My takeaway from this was overwhelmingly positive. There were like mm-hmm. um, some outlets, and I think like you said, the one you watched, Skill Up, that had like some caveats here and there, but still overall described the whole thing as really fun. I think we said Skill Up said this might be his favourite Halo campaign ever, which is pretty high fucking praise. So um, what did you think from what you saw and what you heard and everything else? Um, yeah, I mean, from what I heard, generally speaking, um, people, yeah, it was very positively received. Um, from what I could tell, um, the majority of the praise seemed to come from just the sandbox and just the gameplay uh, and just how the world is built and the AI as these... well. And the AI, yeah, yeah, I did hear some some good things about the AI um, and just how you approach all your combat scenarios. Right, that that's what was very highly praised um, from what I could tell. Um, yeah, like I said, the, the the one I watched all the way in in the most detail was Skill Ups. Um, and he he had a, he had a few gripes about some of the characters not feeling all the way there for him quite yet. But he was just he's reserving the fact that you know they'll go deeper, um, maybe. But they didn't necessarily catch his attention right off the bat. You know, Atriox or whatever his name is is just a guy screaming. Oh, Escheron right now. Yeah. Uh, Escheron, sorry, yeah. Um, it's just a guy screaming into a hologram right now, right? He's not really, he's quite one-dimensional right now, but I'm sure his motives will, will, will come into play as you progress through the campaign. I think, um, yeah. So, from what yeah. from what I've seen, like what I've seen skill up is um, in the minority with 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 that. Um, all the other stuff yeah. I've read, people are like, Eshram is really feeling very, very cool. And I like, again, you know, I, I don't know, but like we know just from the trailers, we know he's kind of like, He's happy the chief is back, kind of thing. Even though he's like kind of a, you know, like he is just barking at you a lot of the time. But he's like, do what you can, mate, because we're gonna we're gonna have a showdown at some point. Um, yeah, it's like a challenge, isn't it? It's a pissing contest. Totally, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think there are some things. But like we said, like overall high praise. I think there there are some things. He, I think he might have said at some place that he he wasn't sure the sandbox. He felt the sandbox was really good, but the open world was maybe not doing as much for him as it could have. And yeah, he said it felt a bit vacant, right? And that's um, again like yeah. having listened to other people, they've said that they've come across loads of emergent things. You know, I'm looking at some other um, headlines from other outlets here. You know, from Venture Beat, so from Jeff Grubb, Halo Infinite feels like Master Chief's Breath of the Wild. Um, from the Washington Post, Halo Infinite campaign is basically one huge excellent Halo level. Um, Polygon uh, Halo Infinite's campaign is equal parts familiar and surprising five hours in Um, you know just all of these really really positive uh, things PC gamer Halo Infinite might just pull off an open world rebirth you know so um, I mean that's this isn't me like trying to say skill ups wrong at all but uh, you know all I've noticed is that some of the caveats he added with the game aren't necessarily things that were shared by other people but you know opinions they do that (laughs) so Nonetheless, I think we can. What, what, what did you? What did you think though of like the footage that you saw? Um, the, well, yeah, I mean, the, the footage I saw, I didn't have too much of an issue with how everything was being laid out in terms of, you know, like I actually to a to a point kind of disagreed with with how he felt the character development was. 
I think I think all the characters are quite charming in in, in their own way. Um, I agree. The, the the pilot that works alongside Master Chief being just like a nervous fucking wreck, and he's just like, I just I just went off this fucking crazy ass planet, <laughs> yeah. and Master Chief's like, just give me a pistol and I'll yeah. kill thousands. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's a nice like give and take between the two. I quite like it, um, and you know I don't mind the, the the new AI seems seems quite cool. She's 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 a bit quirky and maybe I love maybe them. throws in. Maybe throws in maybe a, a couple too many uh, cheesy one-liners, um, but overall, like it, you know, it lightens the mood up, right? So it's not just like some gritty fucking shooter. You know, she makes it a little bit more lighthearted and stuff like that, um, and you know, just brings more of a human characteristic to Chief, who otherwise, let's be honest, is just a silent killing machine. Um, and uh yeah so i quite like it i think Esheron's quite cool i think he's intimidating and right it's just like it right now it just seems like like i said it's just a pissing contest between the two um which i think is is quite cool you know that's kind of what i was hoping halo 5 would have been with spartan lock and all that sort of thing i was just like oh damn this is kind of cool like head to head like is this guy better than chief and it was just like that just never fucking happened like it just never materialized in any format yeah. So I'm hoping this will deliver on 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 that regard of what Halo Five was kind of looking for. Yeah. Um, and then obviously the sandbox just looks insane, right? It just looks really really fun. Um, I do agree that, um, with what you said of obviously it's going to feel so much better going through the sandbox, approaching these camps and levels with another player. So it's it's a real shame that you have to do it solo on launch. Um, that's obviously a bit of a negative. That's a pill I'm going to have to swallow. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I think it looks great. Yeah. No, no, no issues. It's colorful. It's fun. It's creative. The sandbox looks fantastic. Um, I think, I think the loop, I think the loop just looks fun, right? I like that you can go Mm. off the path and go to these bases and take out like a, you know, like an elite, like a really powerful elite, get his energy sword. That's like, you know, a a buffed up version, you know, stuff like that. I I think it, it works well into, into the game. Um, uh, the the only thing that is like nagging at me is like I don't think the repulsors in the campaign. I haven't seen any footage of the repulsor, and I based Ooh. on the skill tree menu, there's there's five, and there is the grappling hook, shield capacity, uh, drop wall, thrust, and threat sensor. Um, and I don't That's see a, a sixth one. I've never seen the repulsor. Ah. Nobody's mentioned it. I keep asking on like forums and stuff, and nobody's getting back to me. So I don't think it's in. I don't think it's in. I I don't know why. Maybe they just found difficulty with. Um, it being a bit too overpowered, like bopping people off the edge, like one banging them, stuff like that. Yeah, um, how it interacts with the AI and everything, yeah. Don't know, but I still think it's a shame because they could have just made them not travel that far. Um, and most Repulse of them... is fun, man. Yeah, that sucks if that's not going to be in the campaign. Yeah. Um, so, but having said that, does it really have a... Like, other than bopping people... I mean, I guess you can deflect projectiles and stuff. Yeah, I don't you know. can like, deflect like a Wraith fucking ball back or something. You could definitely do some pretty cool stuff. If, if it's not there, I think it will be missed. It's a bit of a bummer. Yeah, exactly. I think it will be missed. Um, but like maybe it's hidden in one of the upgrades. Because I know, for example, there's been a video going around of um, there being like a ground pound kind of thing in the grapple hook tree. And one of the, it's like the second mm-hmm. or third upgrade. It's like hold, hold RB while you're grappling. And Chief, it goes like, zooms out into third person. And Chief like winds back and does this like big punch and like a shockwave. Um, nice. So like maybe, maybe that's like one of them for the drop ball. Like hold down while applying a drop ball to repulse or something. 
you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. But I'm not going to get my hopes up. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not going to get my hopes up, but because um, I think we would have seen it by now. But that that's my like only reservation. Um, other than that, I know I keep saying it, but I just think this game looks really gorgeous. Um, I know a lot of people don't feel like like technically it looks as impressive. Like, you know, it's not focusing on rendering thousands of blades of grass. It's just the overall world looks so clean. Um, and the I color just, palette's lovely. The color palette is so nice. You know, I'm, and I, you know, I said this before, yes, it's just the, the art style is doing a lot for me. You know, that it, it, it's whole is more than the sum of its parts kind of thing. Um, the direction is just, the art direction on it is just like magnificent, you know? Um, so I'm, I'm really getting quite excited for this. I'm, I'm so excited. That I've got some time off. Um, I'm excited to play it through solo, and then I think we'll have to um, we'll have to play it legendary on co-op <laughs> when um, when the time comes. Absolutely, yeah, that'll be fun. Um, the uh, I'm hoping that the extra time that they have for to for co-op allows them to do it in like a proper way. Like it would be a lot of people have been saying it would be cool if um, you just played as your multiplayer Spartan. Because I've always found it a bit immersion breaking that you just plays four cheese before, you know. Yeah, I liked that in five. In what there was one of the few things I liked about five is that you played as different Spartans. Like yeah. I don't, as long as much as people like like playing Chief and everything, like I'm okay with playing fucking blue team, which is Chief's like old school like Spartan group, and they all have like different loadouts and things like that. Um, yeah, I thought that was cool. Yeah, I was so, like, happy with that. Yeah, bring, uh, uh, I hope they can do it in like a proper way where they're like involved in cutscenes and stuff, you know. So, um, mm-hmm. overall, I'm really impressed with how they, this is turning out, and you know this. This is crazy because they fucking they've done it. Like I can't believe previews are coming in for Halo Infinite campaign and they're like overwhelmingly positive, considering where we were at this time last year and the campaign and the multiplayer's killing it. They they were yeah. o- operating on a knife edge and they f- they've done it. They fucking did it, man. I mean, unless there's something you know really shit that, but like no signs are pointing towards there being something bad here. Um, so definitely looks like they uh, well, they've nailed it. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. And we'll have to do some um, score predictions as we get closer to the time. So we'll see how we get on with that. Hoping, I'm hoping it just, I just want it to beat Halo 4. I've said, I've said, I think I've said this before, which got 87. So it really should, right? But yeah, we'll see. You'd hope so. We'll see. Okay. I'm sick and fucking tired of Halo. Let's talk about something else. Um, there was some stuff I wanted to talk about, about sort of like the anniversary and like one year later for the Xbox. Um, how much time are we? I'm already quite late, but I think maybe we can save that for another time. You know, just sort of how the first year of the Xbox has been. Um, we'll just move on to the news and see where we're at by the end of that. So let's get on to obviously Forza, the other Xbox game studio game that's um, launched in the last few weeks. Um, Forza had 10 million players in the first week. <laughs> nice but dude thanks what's that about well i think i'm no expert here but i think around 10 million people logged on and played it (laughs) yeah but like why (laughs) (laughs) what toxic you don't like forza i love forza um it's just a combination of it just being well, one, just being an excellent showcase of the hardware, right? Um, and two, it being on Games Pass. And three, just it being a pretty chill, easy to pick up sort of vibe game that I think a lot of people can just get on board with. Um, and it's just so accessible with it with it being on Games Pass and just 
just being you can just click on it and download it apart from the 100 plus gigabyte um wait time uh yeah it doesn't it, i mean it does surprise me because that's an insane amount of people but it kind of doesn't at the same time like i can see i can see why um and you know play playing it myself i'm not a huge fan of car games um it's it's fun as fuck like i've i've put probably four or five hours into it i hopped on it again it was it wasn't yeah it was yesterday it was yesterday during d- during the day when i was kind of i was so burnt out in halo um <laughs> Yeah, I I played that a little bit and just sort of kind of vibed and chilled for a couple of hours, and it was great fun. It's a spectacle to look at. It's just it's just, just plays fun, well. Man. Yeah, yeah. I've I've yeah. I've actually been kind of having an itch to like still play it, which is never something I've had with a Forza game. I've just been having like okay, yeah. It's it's just amazing. Shit, like I know this isn't a direct comparison, but like when we say that racing games don't don't do this well, um. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, so that's the one that came out. Is that the one that came out on the Switch? The Deluxe? Mm, or Wii the U? Deluxe, yeah. yeah. Deluxe was Wii U, I think. So Mar- yeah. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe was the fastest selling Mario Kart game in history. Uh, and it sold about 1.2 million in three days. Okay, that's sold. You know, let's assume that's the same trajectory for a week. We're talking about 3 million sales in three days. Which is obviously bonkers in terms of sales. The fact that Forza had 10 million players in a week is just nuts and like this is this has got to be this is a games pass thing right i don't know how forza horizon would have fared if in terms of sales like if it was just left to i doubt it would have hit those mario kart numbers but probably not i think it it really opens that can on how good games that are less accessible or more quote-unquote niche uh get so much more attention when they're on games pass you know people can just dip into that sort of stuff and that's mm-hmm. such a big number like that's absolutely mental i don't even know if halo infinite's going to hit those numbers it, it would be it would be tough i mean i yeah i don't know someone will have the number somewhere and i'm sure we'll hear about it over the next week um and i'm sure they'll be big but um it's it's just crazy the amount the, the effect that critical reception can have on this I'm, and i mean obviously it looks gorgeous um but yeah and you know just for comparison's sake sea of thieves which came out in january 2018 celebrated 30 million players i think in the last few weeks as well so obviously a huge number but that's been out two years as i hit it in a week yeah <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> um yeah you know and you could argue that sea of thieves you know has like had a slow burn because it had a pretty weak launch um and it was only really about a year maybe a year and a half into it that the game started really um I think sort of resonating with the core gamer, but yeah, man, that is such a bonkers number. Such mm-hmm. a bonkers number. Now, no game award though. No game award, and that is something I want to come back around to. But the first thing is that we have like a, we have a fun segment. We did this for Deathloop, and we've decided that we're going to make this a segment now. And this segment is whenever Xbox releases a game, whenever there's an Xbox Game Studios or Partners game, um, we go onto Metacritic. We click on the negative user reviews and I just have a quick scan of some of the zero out of 10s. <laughs> because like it. um, it's it's very entertaining. So mm-hmm. this one comes from LG Raven. Zero out of 10. 
As a drifter, this is the worst game in the franchise by miles and miles and miles and miles and miles. In no world are any of the changes good. Thank you, LG Raven. What a nice um, guy. The Lucky Nickel, 3 out of 10, says, The game is literally the same as Forza Horizon 4. Not worth the time nor effort to purchase. Game over, Forza Horizon 4. That's true. I basically, I live in England and it's basically the same as Mexico. He's right. (laughs) (laughs) Your mum's bills, 0 out of 10. Yet another case of a game being overhyped for no good reason. It's basically 4 to 4 with a slightly different setting. (laughs) Oh, dude. This one comes from Benny86. Zero out of ten. I really don't like the hipster event story again and again. Please make something new more and adult. There is so much potential. Zero out of ten. The hipster story. <laughs> I, I don't understand. You're just a driver. Cyber47 says, So boring copy paste since Forza 3. Playground games really going down. Zero out of ten. <laughs> God, he's so right. <laughs> Can't believe it takes them this long to develop games when all they do is control C, control V. It's insane. <laughs> Nick's on says disgusting quality, zero out of ten. What does that even mean? In what way is it? What does he mean by quality? What is it? Bobby No Way four three two one says amazing game. Graphics are incredible, even on Series S. Totally immersed in the game from the start. Excellent job, Playground Games. Four out of ten. Four out of ten. <laughs> what? Did he just misclick? <laughs> Not like that's a misclick. <laughs> I'm just... I feel like I'm in a black hole. Like None of this makes sense. Um, uh, it's just all incoherent nonsense. But it's fucking hilarious. My god, that 30 FPS is absolutely horrendous, and even with it, the quality is not that much better than Forza Horizon 4. What a waste. Fable is in danger. 1 out of 10. <laughs> Fable is in danger. Also, there's a 60 <laughs> FPS option. Just use that. Idiot. Oh, no. This is... That's great. We'll stop there. Fable get... is in trouble. Fable is in trouble. 1 out of 10. Yeah. This is any indication on Fable. Yeah. It's in trouble. I'm going to review this bad day because I'm worried about Fable. I'm excited for Fable to be a street. A street PC fan Fable 40. Car. Yeah. PC fan 40 says, really not missing anything here at all. Xbox fans need to demand, demand better from Phil Spencer. Zero out of ten. This place is so weird. Oh, Philly. <laughs> Philly. Philly developed such a bad game solely himself. How dare he put out a 92 open critic game? That is rubbish. Yeah, it's fucking abysmal, isn't it? So funny. <laughs> okay. I could be here for hours, yeah, so I'm just going to stop. This is so fun. It's becoming very toxic. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's lovely. Yeah, okay. Well, I guess that yeah, that comes on to sort of the um the whole game awards thing, um which I am I am salty about. I'm 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 going to put that out there. I'm salty about it. I'm happy that Forza Horizon hasn't got a um nomination here um and i've been hearing quite a lot of stuff about it but i guess before uh we sort of go into that a bit further i just wanted to go over what the candidates were where are they have i, have I got it in my note yeah here they are so 
in case you haven't been following, uh, there were six nominees for the Game Awards this year. For, for, for the Game of the Year, obviously, there were lots of different categories. And obviously, Forza Horizon was nominated for Best Racing Game, because, like, duh. Um, and those six nominations were Deathloop, It Takes Two, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. How are we feeling about okay, those so noms? I, okay, so I have to say it. There are two on there, <laughs> which have no right in being on there. Um, and that is one Resident Evil Village. Great game. No gripes with it. It doesn't It doesn't need to be for the game of the year. No. Mm. Not that good. Not that good. I was saying I might give it like a seven and a half, maybe an eight, if I'm feeling nice about it. It's fun. No, the fact it's on the list over something like Forza Horizon 5 is a joke. <clears throat> and then obviously I haven't played this one, but what the fuck's Metroid Dread doing up there? <laughs> that seems like the most fucking basic bitch side-scrolling shooter I've seen. I've seen so many indie developers do a better version of this type of game. What's yeah. it doing up there? Uh, yeah, Why is I it there? Uh, like you said, I, I've not played it either, and I don't want to come. I don't want to shit on someone else's fun, but yeah, I, like from what I've seen, I, I do. Doesn't look fun at all. It doesn't look good. It just, it just, I just, I feel like I've just seen so many of them, and I just feel like I've seen so many do that style of of platforming, side scrolling shooter in such a much, just a much more interesting way, uh, whether it's art style or just the world it's built in. I've just seen it done. I just, I look at that game and I just see so. It just, it's like a bowl of oatmeal. <laughs> it's just, it just seems so boring to me. It just seems so uninspired. Just like, I, I, don't, I don't know, dude. Is that just me? No, it's Fucking not just you. Metroid we, Dread equals oatmeal. We we watched not the clickbait. No, even before any of this game of the year or re- re- review stuff, we watched the trailer. Uh, E3, didn't we, or something? It was, yeah. And we were like, what is this? Like, this looks gross. Mm. Um, like, it didn't look good at all. And it's just, I don't know. I don't know. It's, I know it's reviewed well. And from what I've heard, the people who like Metroid, like, love it. And it's the best selling Metroid so far, like, in the franchise. It's, it's done the best. Um, but it just didn't look good. You know, I, I, this is to me, this is, and I know I'm sounding like a bit of a twat, but this, it's like a Nintendo effect thing. This is like a game which would probably be like 75, but it's a Nintendo game and people have nostalgia for it. So it gets yeah. like 88 or something, you know, and it's like, okay, um, fine. So it's, I don't know. It's for sure. I don't, I don't think it's a bad game. I just, like I said, I just look at it and I just see, it's, it's just, it's so uninspired to me. It just doesn't, it doesn't really seem like it's breaking any, any boundaries in any way the previous games of that genre have done in the past. Yeah. Like you said, it's just it's just got Metroid slapped onto it, so it's, it's automatically gonna score an eight or above, right? Yeah. If they called it fucking fucking Thomas Dread, Judge Dread, <laughs> I don't know, something like that. O- Oatmeal Dread. dread. With that. Oatmeal Dread probably <laughs> would have got a seventy, like you said, like Yeah. But hey, hey ho. Yeah, I mean clearly there's something that something there that we don't get but you know just and we're just looking in from the outside but it you know it just looks like a big bowl of blah so um obviously i think uh, to be honest i don't think it takes who deserves to be there I, i've heard so many people speak about it over and over again i've played it like i played a lot of it and i think it's great it's really good fun it's like one of the best like co-op mm. games i've played in a while it is very very good 
but fuck me does it drag on it doesn't stop and like the dialogue and the story just gets so old so fast it's just like and then there's this like spanish book that comes along and he's like you know speaks and he's just like, you need to show each other your devotion. You need uh, his, uh, commitment. And it just like it just goes on, and it's like, shut the fuck up. The levels <laughs> are really fun. The play phase, the, the uh, gameplay is really good. But like, it just like that sort of shit. It was starting to drag on me. I think we're like t- maybe thirteen hours in, so we can't be too far from the end. Um, but like god i just i get like an instant headache when the game tries to stop for a cutscene because like it's just i don't know like it's the same old shit i don't know if you know about like because the premise is that like your two parents getting a divorce saving a marriage yeah yeah right and like you get turned into little toys and you're trying to like go back into human form but there's if i am near the end nothing has fucking happened like the, the 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 characters are the same they were before so i'm like i think this is going to be the sort of thing they'll get to the last hour and they're like Oh, maybe we shouldn't get divorced. Or they're gonna be it's gonna be like yeah. a it's gonna be like a null story where they're like, <laughs> Well, you know, we can still be good friends and still get divorced. And it's gonna be like, okay, well that also yeah. was predictable. So it's like I don't know. Or I know you Fuck it, let's stay together for the kid. <laughs> right, yeah. And it's like I know these games aren't like there for the story, but because it's so in your face and they like have sometimes there are like these these cutscenes. It just like it feels like someone's putting a drill to my head and screw driving into my fucking temporal lobe. So it yeah. is good. I'd give it like a seven point five, maybe an eight if I'm feeling generous. It is. It is a really fun, genuine, genuinely good cop game. Is it a game of the year contender? I I don't think so. Um, I, I I can appreciate the fun other people have had with it, and I can appreciate why some people would like it to be there. Personally, I don't think. I and again, I don't think it should be there over Forza Horizon Five. Just just to be clear. Um, yeah. There are there are a few in there which I yeah I, I completely agree with Ratchet and Clank I completely agree with Psychonauts I completely agree with Deathloop uh, actually not completely with Deathloop but I I don't mind it being there um, it's clearly a pretty fantastic game yep. um, but yeah Metroid Dread and no never played it but no Resident Evil played it no uh, it takes two again I don't think much has come out in that sort of genre so it's 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 kind of the, the the one for the year in that sort of space of gaming. Yeah. So maybe they're just giving it because it's like I don't know. It was cute and no one really did it that year. Well, uh, yeah, quite well. I mean, I I, like, I, sh- I was just like, sorry, buddy. <laughs> no, no. I was, I was just I was just going to say like maybe it shouldn't be up there, but I I can't say it as much as you can. Um, yeah, I, I was just saying I am glad it's there in a sense because I'm glad that this sort of like co-op game because you can't play this game solo. You have to play co-op, and so I'm glad that that sort of game. Well, that's a cool thing to do. So I'm glad that that sort of game did get the critical kind that it did. I didn't love it as much as everyone else did. I did like it, but I, I you know, but overall I am I'm happy it's here. So you know. Um, but then what would you? Interestingly, what would you? replace let's say it takes two resident evil village and metroid actually or maybe just one because thinking of three on the fly is a bit rough what what would you replace it with aside from forza so for forza's on the list oh right? death store we've, we've not yeah death store okay that's all right i'd give like a yeah, nine out of ten this game was just so solid music was incredible loved the art boss design was awesome didn't drag at all the story was really like nuanced, kind of cool. Not, it wasn't like over the top in your face. Loved it. Mm-hmm. That's all for sure. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, Especially sort of in terms of it being a similar sort of, I guess, scale as a game like It Takes Two in terms of the company it was made by and stuff like that. Um, Yeah, it probably could be a direct replacement for that um, without it knocking off a AAA title. Um, Yeah, I can see that. And obviously, I haven't played Deathloop because I don't have a PS5, and obviously, I'm not gonna. I'm trying to not be biased because it's an Xbox Game Studio. But I loved Arcane Pride. Like I've loved them since Dishonored. You know, so okay, I'm, great. I'm, I'm glad they get this sort of recognition. And Deathloop, let's face it, is pretty unique. Um, it did get very good reviews, mm. so I think that you know, I'm not surprised to see it here. And uh, I'm glad Arcane gets recognition. So that that yeah, because they don't always get they don't always get the recognition they deserve in terms of sales. So it's nice to see them up there, just in terms of just straight up recognition right for mm. for, for their efforts yeah um, so yeah it's nice to see psychonauts 2 definitely deserves to be on this list um that game was mm-hmm. fantastic um i had a few few issues with it here and there but overall it was like an 8.5 experience so um i was really really happy with that um for me but obviously it scored like 90 or 89 or something um yep yeah, i just really feel like forza horizon 5 should have got this and it's like if not this year like when yeah you know like it's what because this game series has had last year Forza Horizon 4, not last year, last entry, Forza Horizon 4 got 92. Forza Horizon 3 had like 91. You know, and it's like, when, we, hello? Like, it's, yeah. I know, it's just like, I, and I know from what I've heard, it seems like the timing of Forza Horizon was a bit awkward when it, when it like came out versus when the cutoff had to be, when the panel had to send in their submissions, like they didn't have as much time oh, I see. or they couldn't go back and change it because maybe that wasn't made clear. But it's like, ultimately I'm a bit tired of making excuses for like why these games aren't put in here. And you can't, you just can't help but think that it's being docked because it's not, because it's a car game and it's not a story game or it's not like a classical, mm-hmm. you know, action adventure game. It's like, it's just stupid because it's like, if we're going to try and, if we are actually going to try and appreciate the medium, we need to try and look at things beyond just like Hollywood clones. Right. Yeah. Um, and I know it takes two isn't necessarily that I know Metro dread isn't necessarily that, um, but it just, it just doesn't feel right. It don't feel right, man. It's the highest scoring game of the fucking year. And I did, I don't, by the way, I crunched the numbers on this. So I don't know if you, I went on this whole tirade on Twitter where I like, oh I, 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 so since the inception of, of the gaming awards in 2014, I went back and I looked at all of the scores um, throughout the years, not including, so this is the, this is my criteria, um, not including remakes, not including remasters, um, and that are on a triple A scale. Um, mm-hmm. There, so I looked at each year the highest rated game on Open Critic. Every time, the highest rated Open Critic game of that year has ended up on this list. There's only one exception to that, which was in 2014 and the first year, which was um, Super Smash Bros. Wii U and 3DS. You know, they did the one. Okay. That was yeah, the yeah. only exception. That game was the highest rated game of the year, um, but it didn't get into this category. That's the only other time that this has happened. Other than that, wow. every single year when the, when the highest rated game ends up on the um, game of the year list. And it's just, I think it's so fucking dumb that Forza Horizon doesn't end up here because this team just pumps out. It's just like, when? Like, when? <laughs> like, for God's sake. Like, this, this was the year. Like, there, there was no... Like, it was the only game to breach into the 90s. You know? Mm-hmm. And, like, it didn't have... It didn't have stiff competition in terms of the numbers, you know, in terms of the actual review numbers. But, yeah, man. Just... It's plus, just a bit uh, Yeah, plus also just score aside, just 
just the, the the appeal of it, right? Ten million players in a week, like I mean, it's it's doing something even outside of official reviewer scores. It's it's even incredibly stupidly popular among the public. Yeah, and and they all love it too. So it's it's so weird. It's so weird. It's it's kind of a mediocre list this year. I'm going to be honest. Um, about fifty percent of them probably shouldn't be there on on the on the list this year. Um, so yeah, it's a bit it's a bit lame. It's a bit lame. Um, yeah. So there is that, and that is a shame, but. Forza will win best racing game again and we'll just go back to pretending it's not like a masterpiece and it's in a league of its own in its own genre so that's fine um yeah great okay on to the next ship um Phil, I mean we, we we've kind of touched on this before but like there, there's been Phil have had a, Phil has had a couple of um interviews over the last few weeks and he's talked about the whole Bethesda thing and the anniversary um and start uh, Elder Scrolls has come up a few times um and he essentially said that it's just coming to Xbox and PC. And he's said things like, you know, I'm not doing, this isn't being done to take games away from other people. It's just the way our strategy is kind of working to put it on Games Pass. Um, And obviously we've had this whole problem with people not being able to accept that Bethesda games are going to be exclusive. Um, Oh, I will describe definitely won't be. It's too big. They're leaving money on the table. Sorry, buddy. Um, It's not. And that is, you know, as much as it, as much as it does suck for those out there who have like, you know, a history of playing these on their, on their other platforms, which is just PlayStation. Um, this is good for me. Right. And I know mm-hmm. that might sound a bit, and it's coming to Games Pass. I don't have to drop full, full price on it. It's Elder Scrolls. I know it's going to be a banger. It's going to like hit or raise the bar for open world um, fantasy games you know um Mm -hmm. it's in the universe that i love and um it's going to be fully optimized for my platform and i think that's okay it's okay to be excited for something to be exclusive i and i yeah and like i said i do empathize with those who will now have to play it on a different platform but um i'm happy that it's going to be like fully optimized and run the best on on my system yeah i agree i don't feel like you should feel guilty for that well, um, it's just this whole thing, isn't they, it? It's just the whole thing with like exclusivity and like the pros and cons yeah. and like the fucking the bullshit. But they it. they can say all this sort of stuff about fucking God of War, Ragnarok, and Spider Man Two, all that sort of stuff. So, you know, we all we all have our big hitters. Um, you know, it's just it only feels like it it it's harsher for Elder Scrolls because Elder Scrolls is, has been around for so long and accessible on all platforms for so long mm-hmm. um starting on pc of course only um so you know that's why it feels like a bit more of a sting but really the principle is the same so just suck it up i guess mm-hmm. it's still it is, you know yeah yeah it is what it is yeah yeah um and this is there should be no doubt at this point that any of these new big pillar games from Bethesda are coming to any other platforms. Like, yes, you're going to get Skyrim 10th anniversary. Yes. Quake remastered. Like, you know, uh, like, yes, you're not going to have fallout 76 or ESO pulled off your system, but I mean, anything going forward, any big new releases that doesn't really have a contract. So be a death loop or, uh, what was it called? Ghost, ghost wire. Um, yeah, it's going to be Xbox PC and you know, it's, 
get it into your skulls because this conversation is getting very, very fatiguing. <laughs> yeah, Just I'm sorry. Get it into your skulls. <laughs> if you like, if you like the Elder Scrolls, if you like your Fallout's, if you like. Any of your games made by Arcane, just get a fucking PC or get an Xbox because that's just what's happening, unfortunately. Yep. So. Yep, yep, yep. Absolutely. Okay. There is some bits and bobs that um that has happened over the last few weeks that um I'm gonna omit for today. Um just because the show's dragging and I don't want our delivery to start getting <laughs> like porridge. Um and I don't want you guys to get porridge. Um <laughs> so becoming a Metroid Dread podcast, am I right? Yeah, and it's mostly it's <laughs> it's mostly rumor <laughs> stuff. There's been rumors about one versus one hundred returning and some project names um around some of the studios, but stuff like this always comes back, like these new stories will pop back up and we have more information. So I think I'll just come back to it when that does happen. Um um, considering mm-hmm. the amount of Halo we've been talking about today. Um, other than that, uh, there is um, a uh, Xbox uh, update coming out, you know, dashboard update or whatever. Um, I don't actually know when it's going live because I actually I do want to try it. Try it. Um, and in that update, uh, they've mentioned color filters, so, so colorblind modes on, on like a system level, um, audio settings, um, accessibility feature tags, and more. I don't know why they didn't have this in the title because the, the best part of this f- for me, I, I guess maybe it's a bit more of a niche thing, is that they're finally doing a controller firmware update for the um, Xbox Elite Wireless Controller Series 2 um, and the Adaptive Controller, which was to give it the dynamic latency input. Uh, for those unaware, the controllers that came with the Series S, X and S, so the one that has the little share button on it, um, that had a bit of software in it called dy- dynamic latency input, which approximately like halved the input time from your controller to your TV. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, that hasn't been on the series, the Elite Series 2, which we both play with. Um, and I've heard really good things about it. They, they, it does feel a lot silkier and smoother. Um, so I, yeah, I'm just excited to sort of have, a, have a feel with that when it does come out and see if I can notice a difference, um, especially because mm-hmm. we play high response shooters, you know, like Halo and everything. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It'd be nice to see how that changes. Mm. Um, and the other thing was, I haven't made a note. Well, I did make a small note. Is that the uh, cloud on console release this week as well? Um, I don't know if you gave it, give it a go. I saw one of our friends gave it a go, and I gave it a quick whirl for a game. I can't remember what game it was. Is it Forza? Yeah, it was Forza. Yeah, I booted up Forza. You so you can you can stream to your Xbox, and I think. This means, by the way, if you're still playing on an Xbox One, you can stream a Series X or S game to your Xbox One. You won't have to get a new one. Obviously, you'll be running with all the compromises of a stream. It's that, you know, a little bit more input lag, a little bit of artifacting here and there, you know, like pixelating on the screens every now and then. Um, but generally, my experience with this was surprisingly good. Um, yep. And I think there are going to be some times where we want to just hop into something, but the download is going to take a couple of hours and we can just all stream it and get started straight away. You know, and I think I, that future is kind of here. I just think we're just, the opportunity just needs to come about. So mega convenience feature here. Mega convenience. Yeah, it's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. All right. Well, to be honest, um, that's everything for today. Um, like I said, but there are a few bits of bobs that I have omitted um, that we'll come back to. Um, I'm not going to read through all of the backwards compatible games that have come out and the, the, the frames plus uh, the FPS boost. Um, because you can leave obviously... a link in the description to a page that has a list of all of them. So. Yeah, that's fine. I, I just don't want your ears to start bleeding. Uh, but I'm happy that we finally got um, FPS boost. That's been a long time coming. Um, I haven't actually looked at what games they're specifically for, but it looks like a, 
it looks like mostly older games um, for now. Um, but I, th- I love that feature, so I'm, I'm happy to see them still sort of working on it. Oh, all right, man. We did it, man. One app. That was a big catch up. That was. Talked about a lot of Halo. So much Talked fucking Halo. A lot of Halo. I think it's like an hour and a half of it was Halo, if not <laughs> yeah. more. It's crazy. I mean, how could we not? How could we not? And we had to stop ourselves. I could have carried on. I could have kept going. Yeah, I know. I could have kept going. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard out here. Um, yeah. And I mean, maybe, maybe we'll do some more stuff on Halo. Maybe. Yeah. 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 We have got some things in the works outside of a, a of a podcast um sort of uh platform so um so yeah keep your eyes peeled and you know subscribe if you're uh if you're into that sort of thing if you're i'm sure there'll be both informative and funny content obviously oh, no promises God. these things are just things we're thinking about and in the works of you know we, we are busy people we do have full-time jobs so um mm-hmm. you know but yeah maybe maybe something in the future for that maybe something in the future absolutely all right boys and girls um thank you uh so much for coming today um we hope you enjoyed listening to us chat about all the halo stuff if you like what you heard here give us a like give us a sub go follow us on twitter i make pretty cool clips straight from my xbox um yeah and other than that any closing thoughts today timbo no that's that's a, that's about it <laughs> excellent he's you summed it okay. all up. I don't. I don't like that, this throw you do. What? You sum up everything, and then you're like, "Anything else, Tim?" And then I say nothing, and then you laugh at me. No, I'm not <laughs> laughing at you. I'm just. I'm just grinning. I'm just having a okay, good time. Okay, that's fine, man. Just keep cucking me. It's fine. All right. Well, uh, turn your heating bro. on. Have a bath. <laughs> have some fizzy pop. Good night. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.